You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano. Football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Appreciate you joining us tonight for episode number 243 of Raiders Fan Radio. We appreciate everybody that has jumped in tonight and joined us live on the YouTubes. I'll leave that out to my partner to shout uh, everybody out and to give respect for everybody that has joined us live on the show. And uh, for those of you that uh, are, are try to get into our chat room at times and you know bring all that KC stuff and all that other whatever, you can just vamoose. We don't need you. We don't need the haters. You can just find your way out of our chat room and if you really get loose in there then swag jeff or our our materator ron the materator will uh will handle it for you but anyways we appreciate everybody joining us live tonight appreciate everybody that is on the audio version of the podcast appreciate everybody that uh, downloads us onto your device and you listen to us while you're painting your house or you're working out or you're mowing your lawn it's that time of year again or you're doing whatever go yoga we thank you for all of you that uh that listen to us that way and those of you that are joining us via the uh fan-sided website uh, 
uh, known as Just Blog Baby. We are proud partners of the Fan Sided Podcast Network and also uh, the featured podcast for Just Blog Baby. And definitely patronize that website and go and read the amazing articles they have there about the Raiders each and every week. And in fact, we're going to cover one of those articles that came out this last week that's, that's absolutely fantastic. So thank you very much to our partners out over there. And uh, through Fan Sided, we have some incredible advertising opportunities and revenue streams and 100% of that money we give away to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, that is our foundation, our nonprofit that we formed in order to uh, benefit Raiders-related charities. So all that money plus anything that we get in our chat room via Super Chat, 100% of that money goes away and, uh, and goes to uh, foundations like the Bolitnikoff Foundation that fosters Tracy's Place of Hope, which was uh, is a place that is built in honor of his uh, daughter, Tracy Blitnikoff. And um, so anyway, some, some uh, very cool there uh, in terms of where the money goes. And, and thank you for all of your uh, support and all the amazing um, donations that come through because without you, uh, none of that stuff happens. So thank you so very, very much. All right, uh, I mentioned this is episode number 243. So before we get to 243, I got to bring on the guy that's riding shotgun tonight. No Uncle Mosh tonight, but I do have, and so thankful for the guy that adorns the Western Annex of the Southern Annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk, my best friend and yours. He is Swag Jeff. What up, Swago? Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. <laughs> Oh my if god! Only you could hear how Jeff and I greet each other under oh, normal circumstances. Oh my god! We sound like Michelle Sweat whenever we call each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All, Dude. all the bad words. All the bad words. All the bad you words come out. Mother. Uh, you mm. Oh my gosh! But hey, it is so good to be here. Uh, I'm so excited. I miss Uncle Mosh, man. He hasn't been here in like a month. He's got a final dress rehearsal for a show he's doing. Well, you know, so he did this last off season, man. Yeah. So he, he kind of went MIA for a little while, and we. Almost halfway thought maybe he was going to quit on us. I thought about it. You know, I think and, he was thinking. And so, so I, I scooted over to that chair right there and, you know, <laughs> probably and, got your ass whipped <laughs> and got my ass whipped several times uh, last summer. But, you know, I don't know, man. He'll come back. He needs to get his ass back. All right. So we got two more shows between now and the draft. So, yes. The draft, of course, is at the end of the month. Um, so we've got two Wednesdays after this one. Uh, before the before the actually, there's three Wednesdays before the draft. But the Wednesday before the draft, we will not do a show because Jeff and I are getting our asses on an airplane first thing in the morning the next day, and we are headed to Vegas. Let's go, baby! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> So we're headed out that Thursday morning and uh, promptly going straight to, uh, I don't know, wherever the heck we're going to go, a crap table somewhere, I'm sure. And uh, and and uh, before that, or no, not before that. No, we're going to go do that. Then yeah, we'll go to the crap table We're going to go to the crap table first. <laughs> and then after we play a little bit of craps, we're going to meet, uh, hopefully, many of you at the Rockstar Bar. Uh, yes. At 2 o'clock, so that's 2 o'clock uh, Vegas time. Okay. We will see you out there at 2 o'clock. We're going to all hang out and, uh, and and share some adult beverages, take some pictures, share some stories about the Raiders, all that good stuff, and then uh, probably do that for like, I don't know, a couple hours maybe, yeah. and, then, uh, and then hop in the lift if we can get one, I hope, because uh, it's going to be crazy. But uh, we'll, Now, we'll where ha- is Rockstar uh, in vicinity it's to the... It's the south end of the Strip, right? And then the, and then the draft is happening at Bellagio, no? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what the... You oh, know, that's right. You weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't I'm there. Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Thanks sorry. for bringing that up. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. No, but. it's it, but it's like a it's seriously like it was. We took a cab, all of us together, and you know me and Michelle and Lamont, and Uncle Mosh and Sonny and everybody, and it was like 
it wasn't even 10 minutes. It was like an eight-minute cab ride. Like, yeah. it was just right down the road, so it's okay. not that far. Um, so, yeah, so, no, we'll be fine. I, 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 we'll be fine getting a ride back. But, um, yes, definitely come out there and meet us at 2 o'clock uh, down there in Vegas. So, yeah, so two more shows. So next week and the week after, and Mosh will be here for that for sure, we hope. And then, uh, then that Wednesday, no show. But for those of you that listen to us on the audio version of the podcast, we're going to have tons of content. We will have some videos. We'll probably do a little bit on the YouTubes, but we really want to. We love our our our, our YouTube viewers, um, but we really want to em- embrace our audio version uh, of this show as well, which we've kind of drifted away from, frankly. Um, and, and that's where a majority of you hear us at. So we yes. want to we want to dig into that. So we're gonna have a lot of audio coming at you. Um, it, you know, no fan left behind, right? Uh, is what the guys at uh, Rebel Force Radio say, and we kind of feel the same way. Like, uh, if you can't attend the draft, live vicariously through us. We totally. want to bring you as much of the uh, of the conversation and the party as we can. So so definitely stay on the lookout. Got a lot lot coming up. Um, but anyways, so but that's a draft. Heck, we haven't even gotten the episode number yet. And so we take our episode number and we tie it back to something significant within Raider Nation. This week we have episode number two hundred and forty three. And my best friend and yours handles the duties. Yes, absolutely. So each and every week I take uh, a significant moment within Raider Nation and relate it back to the episode number. In two forty three, we got a career stat. Oh, love we it. love career love stats, a career man. Stat. And we're going to be highlighting a guy that some people kind of have mixed emotions about wearing the silver and black. Oh, okay. We're going to be highlighting. We're going to be highlighting <laughs> number eighty, Jerry Rice. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, in fifty-four games for the silver and black, all right. Jerry Rice, uh, and it was from two thousand one to two thousand four. He compiled three thousand two hundred eighty-six yards and eighteen touchdowns through the air. Uh, which is not bad for 54 games. Uh, he had 243 completions as a Raider. Oh, there you go. Nicely done, Swag. There you go. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Why do you think that? I, I know I know what my answer is, but for I've never asked you this, and I want to hear your answer in the chat room, too. And then we got to shout them out, too, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, after you give your answer. Why is it you think Raider Nation has such a hard time with Jerry Rice? Because he's a friggin' Niner. There, well, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's the <laughs> one and only answer. The end. You yeah, know, yeah. If end. he had played anywhere else and then came here, everyone would have been, you know, gung-ho about it. But, you know, when he crossed the bridge... You know, people people may not have liked that. We had some bad, you know, look, I, think it was the, I believe it was his touchdown record. He set that on, like, Monday Night Football against us. Like, yeah. it was just like, ugh. Like, so, yeah, that was, a, that was definitely a hard one. But anyways, before we get too far away from it, I know we already got one donation in there, and then so many amazing people in the chat room. Jeff, tell us what's going on. Absolutely. So uh, Mike Nezer added a $20 donation in there. Uh, oh, right on. Thank says, you, Says, One Nation Foundation, thanks for your efforts to make the world a better place. The only nation. Raider oh, Nation. Oh, let's, Ab- let's go, Absolutely, dude. Thank man. You, yeah, thank, thank you, Mike, very much. And he gives that in... Uh, uh, the CA, what is what is that? It's Canadian, is right? Is that the Canadian I dollars? So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so it's always like thirteen ninety nine, which is, which is the it's like sixty four thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a billion dollars. So, yeah. so thank you so much for your donations. <laughs> thank you, Mike. But uh, we have uh, we have a new listener I haven't seen in the in the okay. uh, chat right there. Raiderette Lizette. Lizette, uh, so, yeah, Lizette. yeah. So thanks for thanks for tuning in and joining us tonight. Uh, we've got uh, the Mangus Boys are in there. Raider Critique, Chronicles of the Black Hole, OG Daniel, uh, Kill Jadis is in there. Lee B, Michelle Sweat, Ebony Graves, who she said she was uh, she was at the gym. Oh, good. She's for her. got us pulled up on the YouTube on the oh, treadmill or something nice, like that. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and then let's see. And Tyrone Graves just jumped in and. Paul is in Paul? there, and I'm trying to scroll up. Carlos is in there. Hey, Carlos. Lee B is in there. 
Oh, we got the whole crew, There's man. The whole crew. RPZD Joker's in there. Yes. Uh, there's Mike Nezer. Rogue Code is in there. We got the whole crew, man. Yeah, uh, we're around the Materator, Kevin the Raider Nerd. Yeah. We got all kinds of good folks. Absolutely. Matthew Mega Super Him is in there. Uh, Lalo Meloso, Jesse Cardenas. Thank you so much, all of you, very, very much for joining us. Yes. For episode 243. We have a jam packed show, not of your calls. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Apparently, it's the, the pond of fans, man. We've been we've scaling down. We went from the sea of fans to like you know a great lake, you know that like. And I think we already did a pond. We this might be a puddle. This might be the puddle of fans because we nah, got like we got more than a puddle tonight. I mean, maybe maybe a small pond. A let's, let's go so, like a catfish pond. There you go. There you go. Yeah, just <laughs> you, just the creek down the, the street from your house that you used to go catch frogs. The catfish pond of fans. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The aquarium of fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But you know, this is where you go like pet the stingrays, like whatever, like that, 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 exactly. that, that kind of size. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's exactly. It, yeah. But you know what? This is the part of the season where we've got so much to look forward to at the end of the month. So much at the so end. So much to look for, and so we're all doing this. We're all sitting around we're waiting all, for something to just, happen. We're, yeah, we're all just twiddling our thumbs and just getting ready. I mean, and and the calls will come. The, the call, calls The calls come. are going to yeah, come in come. the next couple weeks. Everyone's going to, you know, I'm not to steal anyone's thunder if this is what you're going to do, but everyone's going to call in about this is what we're going to do in the draft. Are right, we going right, to right. trade back up into the draft? Is it just going to be a Raider party in Vegas? Are we just going to trade away the rest of our picks too? I mean, who knows what we're going to do, but we want to hear from you, Raider nation so so definitely check us out uh uncle mosh will tell us where you can uh where you can do that so let's check in hey, with him before you do that okay our buddy graf is in the in the in the chat oh, there appreciate graf, graphic writer dude, jumping in there man dude, Thank hey you. Th- thanks for uh thanks for ghosting me i texted you <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, hey, yeah. Man, I, I thought man, i thought i was texting will compton oh because oh, wow, you didn't get an answer back because i didn't get an there answer back All no right. no but but he's doing a flag football thing in yeah, Vegas that's right. There. He sure so, is. Yeah, yeah. so I, I texted him and said, hey, what info do you got on that? Because we want in. Okay. Yeah, I'll, play, can, I'll play offensive You know what would be cool? Like, I'm not, I, <laughs> no, you know what? I'm not, even, I'm not even joking. Like, I would love to play, of course. I mean, I'm not unathletic, so I would love to play. But I would also, you and I could call the game. Oh. Like, put us in for that, oh Graf. We would dude. call the game. Like, that would be a blast. Oh, I'd love that would that. be yeah. fun. Because we're better commentators than we are players. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I still got a little bit of juice left in the arm. I could still throw, but like I'm, but I'm a and 40, I can tackle. And you, you, we know we've seen that. You tackle my big ass enough times. Hell yeah! But like, but I'm still a 49 year old man. So I'm getting out there with these young bucks, man. I, I probably get smoked. So anyways, but we could call the game. I think that'd be a blast. So Graf, uh, yeah, definitely yeah. hit us up. We would love. To, and, and he said he's gonna. Uh, and and Graf's in there. He goes, you must have my old old, old phone number. Oh. He said, DM me your number. I'll call you tonight. Perfect. Okay, there perfect. You go. perfect, perfect. There you yeah, go, after we, the show. But whatever the capacity, man, however you need us to help, Dude, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. be, we'll be glad yeah, to be there and, and jump in because I think it's a phenomenal idea. Yes, All totally. Right. All right, good stuff there. And, and uh, yeah, so appreciate Graf, everybody else that's in the chat room tonight. Uh, we love you, Raider Nation. And so before we get on with the show, let's hit some contact information and find out how you can contact us. Contact you can contact us? What the heck? You contact you, you, you call us. You call hey, Raider Nation. You holla. Got you you holla at us. Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909 345 3346. Or as Murph would say, 909 345 3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me. Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit 
at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tok. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh my God, if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Good. Oh, ah. oh, I was sorry. I looked away. Hold on. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Do that again. <laughs> the whole thing. Here we go. Good. Good. <laughs> Today, Junior. <laughs> oh, no. oh my gosh! You go. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Oh, you big stupid ass. Oh, that's the equivalent of the ball snapping and, <laughs> and the defensive lineman trying to slow himself. He knows he's going over the line. Yeah. But he's just it. trying to slow it down. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh man. My all right. I appreciate all of you, Raider Nation. We're going off the up. rails already. Way already. Good. Here we go. Let's go. All right. Uh, hit the chat. Uh, <laughs> hit the chat room one more time. Hit the chat room one more time, please, Swag Jeff. Yes, the chat room tonight. Uh, we got Paul in there. We got uh, Michelle Sweat. Trinidad is in there. Uh, Super him. Matthew Mangus. Daniel Mangus. Tyrone Graves. Uh, Raider 78 is in there. Graf is in there. Uh, Raiderette Lizette is in there. Running Bear. Raider Critique is in there. Lee B is in there. Carlos is in there. Oh, Ron the awesome, Mater Raiders in there. Uh, yeah, that's we got the whole freaking crew, man. She's laughing at me. <laughs> and so Danny, he said, "Did I just hear the chat room?" Is that what you? Is that what you said? The chat room. Chat. Perfect. Better than chart, I guess. Oh Almost kind gosh. of the same thing, but I guess chat's more post tense, isn't it? Because when you yeah. shart, the shart's active. The shart chat is the sh- well. The I shart just, is is yeah. That's like you, know, you, ain't sit, you can do that from any room. <laughs> any room can be the shart room if you really <laughs> want it to be. <laughs> the shart room is the one after you've gone. Yeah, after you've gone, you've walked out like. Yeah. Hey, so well, you could have a shart chat room. You shat in a shart room because you could just say like, "Oh my gosh, what's that smell?" And be like, "Oh, it's coming from the chat room." Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think right. that's how they say it. Where Paul's from. <laughs> It's the shot room. You're a shot, dude. Yeah, right? I've got to go shot. Yeah. Excuse me. Got to go take I, a shot. I, feel, I know why I went on Monty Python with it, too. Like, Hello, love. It's time to go shallow, governor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jeez. We are. This is terrible. My glasses are all fogged up already. Oh, my gosh. All right. Here we go. All right. Let's uh, hit, the, hit, a, hit a button, man. So let me, let me compose myself here. Hey Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down and Max Crosby who love forced shows a like fumble this. last oh. week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. But I don't like spam! Okay. Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? Alright, here we go. Alright, so um, we, let's start off the show. Spam, spam. Let's start off with uh, with respect here at the top. 
We uh, we don't give props. We don't give shout outs around here. Nothing wrong with those things. But, you know, we're Italian. We like to give uh, a little bit of respect. Well, yeah. So at the top of the show, I want to give respect. I want to give respect starting off to, with our good friend, who is the uh, the president of Music City Raider Nation, uh, who I'm going to fly the flag here. If you look up on our, on our, for those of you that are on the YouTubes, you can see there we have the Music yes. City Raider Nation uh, flag flying out there. I want to give respect to Bam Raider and his lovely wife, Christella. Oh, totally. Yes. I want to give respect to them and also everybody else in attendance to the Mount Westmore show that I went to last week. Dude. So, Dude, okay, so this is two weeks ago, because we, we, we haven't done a show, didn't you show last week? So two weeks ago, I went to Mount Westmore's show. So for those of you that don't know, that's E-40, that is Too Short, that is Snoop Dogg, and Ice Cube, of course. Phenomenal, phenomenal show. If you get a chance to go see him, go see Mount Westmore. It is fantastic. Warren G was the opener. It was great. Um, so prior to the show, I'm walking up to the, to, the, to the arena. We live, for those of you that don't know, well, we were from California, but we took our Raider fandom with us to Middle Tennessee and lived just outside of Nashville. And so I'm walking up to Bridgestone Arena, and I hear, Murph, Murph! And I turn around, look, and it's Bam and, mm-hmm. and Christella and, mm-hmm. a, like, a bunch of their friends. Like, wearing Raider stuff, like, as they do. As you should you go should. into a Mount Rushmore. Well, absolutely, right. So wearing Raider gear. And so, and so am I, of course. And so hang out with them, talk to them, have a great time. Uh, walking in, uh, we had different seats. So after we got in, I got in the shirt line and, and, and we split apart. But anyways, point being, at the show, so they're in Raider gear, I'm in Raider gear, as expected. But walking around the show, like, you know, in between, like going to grab a beer, or doing whatever, so much Raider gear, dude. Totally. So much respect to not only them, but everybody else in attendance at the concert that was rocking Raider gear and repping the Raider. I mean, it was even a couple points, dude, where I, I tried to get the chant going, like during the concert, but oh. it, it got droned out. It was so loud. It got droned totally, out. Totally. But I knew if, 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 if at some point if that there were enough Raider fans there that if you could catch one person going, Raiders, that it would like echo and get going. Oh, totally. Like I was trying to get, but anyways. So, but so much fun. So much much respect not only to those good folks and who are becoming uh, good friends of ours yeah um uh, over there at music city raider nation but everybody else in attendance much well you much said you, you also you were telling me a little bit about it and you said that it almost uh smelled like an oakland raiders tailgate oh my gosh oh it dude okay listen listen i've been to a lot of like hippie ass shows like the black crows and stuff who were like one of my favorite bands um i've been to a lot of shows like that i but mount westmore like seriously dude like i got high and I don't smoke. Like, yeah. I, I, I got back to the room and ordered a pizza. I swear. Like, I'm, oh, you I got think, the munchies. Dude, I think I did. I think I got stung. Like, and I didn't smoke weed since, like, college. Like, but, like, I think I got a little bit of a con. Like, I'm telling, I mean, you know, because I was drinking beer and stuff, too. So, like, you know, it was, like, really kind of hard to tell. But yeah, I got yeah, the yeah. room and I'm like, damn, I'm starving. Like, I'm really, really hungry. Right on, yeah. dude. And I want to watch the wall for some reason. Like, I'm like, what's going on here? You know? <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So it was, but anyways, it was fantastic. Mount Westmore, great, great show. Go check it out if you can. All right. Uh, next up, I'm going to give this one to you. Oh, you are? Because this is your bestie. Or you're not, well, not your bestie. Your second bestie, probably. And hey, we joke about, 10. we joke about Will, but he, he's our guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murph, Swag, Jeff, and who's the third guy? There you yeah, go. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So we do want to give respect to, uh, to, uh, former, uh, Raider and friend of Raiders Fan Radio, the Bustin' with the Boys' own Will Compton and his lovely wife, uh, Charo. Yes. They just uh, they just gave birth. He's a hashtag girl dad now. Oh, so, yeah. nice. So, uh, so Surly and Bell Compton. 
Cerulean Bell Compton. Congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. Mom absolutely. and baby are healthy and very, Everybody's very cool. good. Yep, absolutely. So so shout out to the boy, man. Respect. Yeah, much respect, man. Respect. That's cool. That's cool. Very, very good stuff there. All right. Uh, next up, I want to give respect to uh, a buddy of our show. Uh, we got to meet him at the draft when it, when it was here in, uh, in Nashville. Uh, and I want to give respect to our buddy, Frankie Mosqueda. So Frankie... Uh, set, he's the one that sent us the Tom Flores shirts. Oh, Remember the Flores okay, shirts? right on, yes. When Flores went into the Hall of Fame, he sent us the Flores shirts. And, um, and so I've got uh, a sticker here that he sent. And this showed up in the in the old fan cave mailbox here. Oh. And look at that. It's the shirt, but it's on a big old sticker. Oh, that's and money, so, dude. Yeah, isn't that cool? So that's the Flores logo. And so I'm going to take that. It will find its way over here somewhere. Sweet. And so I will put that up. And so thank you, Frankie, for sending that, man. That was very, very cool that you did that. Um, all right, Jeff, we love the TikToks. We love some TikToks. We're TikTokers. We're TikTokers. And I'm not shy to say I'm a TikToker. I love the TikToks. It's funny. It's fun, man. TikToks are funny. So it's I want to give respect to a guy that did a good TikTok. Oh, okay. Now, I'm going to challenge you a little bit here for the audio listener and even for the, for the YouTube listener, too, because you're going to have to use your imagination because you're only going to be able to hear this. But I'm going to shout this guy out, give him respect. His name is Kevin Atlas. Okay. And if you haven't seen this yet, seek it out. So Kevin Atlas... This guy, and again, you're going to have to just, just kind of visualize what's going on here. Kevin Atlas is a uh, he's a guy about your age, probably like late 20s, early 30s, something like that. Okay. Okay. Shows up to an event where Justin Herbert is throwing passes, and you get to go, like, catch a pass. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So he is a, he's, so he's wearing a Herbert jersey, but he's a Raiders fan, and he preps the TikTok by saying, I'm here at this event, but I'm a Raider fan. Okay. He also only has one arm, okay? Like he's he's got like like he's an amputee, like sure, so sure, sure. Like just okay. looks like just below the elbow, maybe something like that, okay, or right at the elbow, okay. So so there you go. So that's kind of the setup, and then listen to this, and then I'll kind of tell you what the funny thing there is that he does, and I'll, I'll I'll tell you along the way. But here's the audio. Check this out. Today I have the awesome pleasure of catching a touchdown pass from Justin Herbert, the QB of the Los Angeles Chargers. There's only one catch. I'm a diehard Raider fan. Yeah, you are. So this is like him in line, like showing the whole thing, like going through the process. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. How's it going, Space dude? Well. Justin, you Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Kevin Atlas. You, uh, you uh, happen to be a Chargers fan? With a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He yeah, man. I, he I know I got one arm, but come on. Okay, so he drops the first pass. And he goes, I only not got one arm, man, but come on. Like, come on, Justin. Like, hit me in the numbers, dude. Yeah. Right? Okay. A villain, big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake. As he robs them of their Here goal. comes pass number two. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. All right, so the second pass connects. Yeah. Okay, so he catches the second pass. And then Atlas, 
goes like this and tears his jersey off, and he's wearing a Max Crosby jersey. Yes. And he runs straight across, all the way past across where Justin Herbert was. And you can see Herbert drops his head and walks off slowly. And dude spikes the freaking football like he was Max Crosby just picking a pass and taking it oh, to the house. Oh, that's so Fantastic. cool. Fantastic. Much, much respect on that setup, Kevin Atlas. And go take it doesn't play as well in the audio, but I at least wanted to respect him and, yeah. and, and get that out there to you. So go watch that on the TikToks. Oh, that's it's, so it's cool. Very, very cool. All right. Um, Jeff, let's shout out the chat room one last time, who I'm sure they are are, are wrecking us uh, on a lot of this stuff on the chat and the uh, and the and oh the yeah 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 getting, getting sure. munchies and all that good stuff. Uh, but uh, shout them out, then hit some audio, and then let's talk about uh, Devontae Adams. Absolutely, Aaron the Q Dog Raider is in there. Jack Kenna, Paul is in there. Foxy Scorpio, Tyrone Graves, Ms. Molly, Dan or Daniel and Matthew Mangus. Uh, Tyrone Graves is in there. Rose Shocker is in there. Yes, absolutely. A Raider Critique is in there. Uh, Jack Kenna is in there. Trinidad's in there. Michelle hey, Sweat is in there. Raider Cam is in there. We got the whole crew, man. Whole crew, we we man. got nice, everyone. Nice. Yeah, Coach Davis, man. Oh, I Coach, Coach Davis what's up, in a minute. Coach? Yeah, heck Good to yeah, see you, man. Coach. He, just, he pops in from time to time. Sam says, Murph, what's up from Salinas, California? Oh, what's up, Sam? Hey, man, I, uh, I played uh, a little bit of ball at uh, uh, Live Oak High School, not far, and Salinas was one of the teams we used to compete against. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> it's a massive chat room. Well, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they put out a banger podcast. I love it how uh, the heat freak in the chat puts out, well, yeah, like right before oh, you said he, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was beautiful, beautiful timing there. Good job there. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let, listen, the big signing, the big moment that happened for us, uh, only, I mean, sheesh, you, you, we dropped Chandler Jones uh, news on us, and then all of a sudden we didn't think that could get topped, and then Devontae Adams all of a sudden becomes a Raider. Yes. So uh, Jeff and I do this little show every once in a while called The Rundown, where we'll just do like, this is him and I, we just do some news stories, and it's audio only, so if you haven't heard that, go go definitely check that out on the on the audio feed. And during, uh, so we put that out last week, and one of the big topics, one of the main topics that uh, we went over was Devontae Adams. Like, we ran down kind of like a whole bunch of Devontae. We're going to run down the last little bits that we didn't get to on the rundown, kind of catch it up here tonight. And one of the things that we had talked about that, that happened, and I referenced the, the audio clip on the show, didn't have it handy, so I'm going to play it now, was about how, you know, we think about our Raiders and we think about, like, the, the, the things that, you know, around the team's coverage – about how, you know, we, we talk a lot about haters. We talk a lot about, like, you know, the, the unfair treatment of the Raiders and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of people will say, like, oh, so you guys are making that up. You know, Raider fans are, you know, whatever. You, you know, you're whiners. Or, you, you know, you make all this. You think there's these conspiracies, but they're really not and whatever. Look, this stuff is real. Like, it's not made up. It's not fabricated. We're not a bunch of wounded puppies that are just constantly, like, you know, blaming whatever. It's the truth. And I have an audio clip to prove it, okay? So a little later on, we're going to get to some Good Morning Football, okay? Which we love, Good Morning Football. Yeah, we love those guys. Uh, happy birthday, Kay Adams. Oh, Kay! Good friend of the show, yeah, Kay Adams. Yeah, good yeah. friend of the show, yeah, Kay Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you, Kay. 
Um, represents the Raiders all the time on that show. Totally. Although she's a Bears fan, but still. All right. Uh, but when Devontae Adams was signed, on Good Morning Football, every host, everybody at the table, Kay, Kyle, Peter, all, all of them, okay, and I don't remember who the guest was that day. It was probably uh, Sean O'Hara or something. All of them referred to Devontae Adams as the best receiver in the NFL. Yes. The best receiver in the NFL changed teams. That was the narrative when the Raiders acquired, not just on that show, but all shows, for the most part, on day one. Give it enough time, and the Raider stuff starts creeping in. Mm-hmm. And when I say Raider stuff, this is the kind of garbage I'm talking about. Listen to this shit. And this is a guy who has the back, typically, of the Raiders, because he played for him. Right. And Maurice Jones-Drew. Listen to what he says about Devontae. Devontae Adams is our, the best route runner, the best guy with releases, but that's what he does. He's just a route runner. I, I think you talk about uh, who's going to have the bigger game changers, a guy that you can do multiple things with. He's talking about Devontae Adams in comparison to Tyreek Hill. Listen to again what he says. Listen to how he backs up on that. Runner, the best guy with releases, but that's what he does. He's just a route runner. He's just a route runner. Oh, really? Talk about it, Jeff. Well, you know, we talked about it a little bit on the rundown that we recorded last week. Uh, welcome to Raider Nation, Devontae Adams. Unbelievable. Where, where elite players get referred to as mediocre ones. You know, that's freaking bananas, man. That's all he does. He's, he's only a route runner because he doesn't have a route good runner. He must not have good hands, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, he must know, not run fast, right? I mean... He's just a route runner. Well, he's just a route runner. Absolutely. And and instead, you you want a guy like Tyreek Hill that is fast. <sighs> Yeah, that's like that's you know what so in in all fairness, that's like saying Tyreek Hill is well, he's just fast. Yeah. No, he's not. He's fast. He's got good hands. He can jump. He can like he's a great wide receiver. Right. So why are we got to downplay Devontae Adams? Why do we have to knock him down to being just a route runner and not act like no, the dude has really good hands. Right. Probably the best hands in football that's not Stephon Diggs, maybe, or something. I don't know. Like, right. Like, I mean, seriously freaking crazy good hands. And he's still, fa- at 29 years old, the guy's still fast. He's Yes, he's not as fast as Tyreek Hill, but I would say Tyreek Hill doesn't have the hands or the route running ability of Devontae Adams. So, like, let's not diminish the player to one freaking, like, he's not a one-tool athlete. Yeah. He's not a one-dimensional player, but this is the kind, and this is the first, like, inkling of this shit that starts creeping in, man, that these analysts are going to start to, you watch, they're going to start hating. We saw it when we covered the odds. We saw it when we covered the projected win total for the Raiders. I'm going to get into plenty more about it. And listen, and I hate the fact that we have to cover this stuff. I hate it that we have to cover the idea that we get dogged all the time. But when you have a 10-win season for the first time in forever and you make the playoffs and everybody thinks you're going to be worse because we, wow, we just got a route runner. Right. Get the F out of here, man. Yeah. It freaking so, chaps my ass, dude. Well, it's it's crazy. So, I mean, so, so okay, so make both of those guys free agents. We're going to use Devontae Adams and we're going to use Tyreek Hill. Who's everyone picking to be your your wide receiver one of the future? The guy who's led the NFL in, in all these categories that he has? Or Tyreek Hill that has, you know, maybe some trouble with the law and, you know, a few right? other th- you know, I don't know. I mean, and I don't I mean... That's why the Chiefs didn't even pay the guy. He didn't. They didn't want to pay him. So I mean, holy cow! I just I don't understand. I mean, it. I'm, well, I do understand. It's it's these guys that have a case of the ass for the Raiders. Amen. That you know, as soon as a player 
dons the shield, it's, oh, well, you know, he's just a, you know, he's a mediocre player. Well, you know, it was all Aaron Rodgers that was doing all that. Yeah, you know, right. I, you know, Aaron did all that. Devontae was just, you know, just running around and Aaron put it in his He's just a route runner. Aaron, just, Aaron, yeah, just, and yeah. Aaron practically handed it to him. I mean, yeah. you know, give me a, give me a break, man. It's so it's, stupid. It's ridiculous. So stupid. It's ridiculous. And if you don't think that, look, and I don't know what the Packers are going to, I don't want to make it about the Packers, but if you don't think that Aaron Rodgers' productivity is going to drop this year considerably, look, he's an MVP player and he's one of the greatest to ever do it. So it's not like he's going to have a bad year, I wouldn't project. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't think like that wasn't, they said the Packers sold it as, well, Aaron knew this was going to happen. Yeah, okay. Didn't mean he liked it. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I think that it's ridiculous, that notion that, like, this yeah. is, like, no big deal. Well, like, yeah, did he the- think he was going to get up in arms about that? He's getting paid $50 million a freaking year. What's he going to do? Well, then I don't want to play. Yeah, I'm right. Exactly. Yeah. No, he yeah. knew that was going to happen because he took all the damn money. Absolutely. And now, and you know what? And shame on me, too, on the rundown. I kind of diminished the acquisition of Demarcus Robinson. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and somebody kind of called out, I believe it was in one of the emails, one of the voicemails this week. Somebody kind of calls that out that, like, no, the, like he he's likely going to compete for that number two spot. Just like you said. And I was like, nah. Dude, no, you were yeah. right. I, think I was totally gonna, off on he's that. He's going to compete with Edwards. He's going to compete with Edwards, man, for that number two spot. So you're yep. looking at like, and I know that like when you look at the Raiders' projected offense, we see the, the you know we see of course the top five, and it's often Brian Edwards listed in there. I don't think so. I think we're gonna it's going to be Adams, Robinson, Renfro, Waller, DC as your five, and then of course run the football. Josh Jacobs, who you predicted, and I agree with you 100%, is going to have a monster year because of all those other five guys yep. are going to be going bananas, Can't double-team everybody. Yeah, exactly, dude. I, I'm, I'm with it, dude. I think it's going to be great. All right, so but let's, let's keep the love fest going for Devontae Adams, which I feel like we've been doing for a few weeks now, but eh. It's gonna Why change. not? It's not going to stop. He's our favorite wide receiver. Dude, like, I'm so, like, on for this one. Like, this might well, it's, and I'm sure many people. I'm sure I'm 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 hopefully speaking for 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 a lot of folks. This is my favorite Raider acquisition. I, I I'd have to sit around for a second and like really think hard. Probably since Charles resigned, that so since since Woodson had his like re- reemergence as a Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was epic. Um, since then, easily. Oh, uh, totally. I mean, that I can think of. Because, like, you think mm-hmm. about all the other, like, Justin Tuck and, like, all the other, like, players and stuff. Like, we've got some, we've got some nice players. You know, we got, you know, Jordy and, like, you know, we got some players. But, like, nothing like this, man. Like, mm-hmm. this is just, like, I mean. Yeah, it's big time. You know me. I don't do a lot of young player jerseys. I'd wear 17 proudly. Absolutely. I got a 28 because I wanted to get something to, to, to that was referred to the inaugural season of the Raiders. Yes. So I got a Josh Jacobs jersey. That's the only young player that I've ever gotten. Uh, I might get a DA 17, though, man. Totally. That's, that guy's freaking totally. awesome. Anyway, so speaking of DA, let's keep it going. Uh, let's talk a little bit about his play style. But uh, I'm not going to tell you about his play style. Jeff isn't going to tell you about his play style. Let's let Devontae Adams tell you about oh, good. his play style. Devontae Adams, Las Vegas Raiders, number 17. I love that. I'm so a, good. I'm an aggressive go-getter. I like to I like to call myself a go-getter on the football field. Pretty well-rounded. I like to, you know, go out there and make plays. Whatever it takes, whether it's a short ball, deep ball, intermediate. You know, obviously, you know, they talk about the route running, but, you know, the catching, all, all of the pieces put together is uh, ultimately what I think makes me. Pass down the way. Devontae Adams down 
the sideline. Devontae Adams is in. It's a dream come true. You know, everything I try to represent well for my family, organization, with everything I do. But now I got added incentive to come out here and do it, you know, putting on the silver and black. Because obviously you can't you can't make a whole lot of mistakes when they when they know exactly who you are. So my hood may be on, but um, I'm rolling around trying to make the Raiders family proud, my family, and, you know, everybody else that supports me proud. Oh, my gosh, dude. So good, right? Just the, just the top right there, Devontae Adams, Las Vegas Raiders. We're like, yeah, yeah let's, let's go. go. <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's go. go. And uh, shout out to Stacy Ruff, a $10 donation in the chat to the One Nation Foundation. He says he prays that Adam ain't Moss. No, dude, because no. Moss was not into being a Raider. No. Devontae is all about being a Raider. Yeah. Well, that's what I, you know, and so the feelings that I have are obviously much stronger now. But like, so when I first joined this show, yeah, I said my three fav- years ago now, right? Yeah, yeah, come, probably almost to the day. Um, it really is, huh? Almost to the day. Salute, Swag Joe. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was right before, uh, right before the draft in in Nashville That's in twenty nineteen. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's when we jumped you from being Titan Jeff to uh, being and Jeff. Yeah, because you were the addition to the show. Uh huh. And then who was it that deemed you Swaggo? Raider Homer. Raider Homer called you Swag Jeff mm-hmm. because you were all about the jerseys. Yep. You're all about stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? Totally. Not materialistic, but when it comes to Raider gear, when it comes yeah, to sports well, gear. Well, I have it all. <laughs> yes, you do. I, I own about one of everything. And so Raider Homer said he should be Swag Jeff, and yes. it's freaking stuck. And ever it's stuck. Since and three it's years stuck. later. Uh-huh, oh, totally. my gosh, man. Yeah, Give that's me, pretty cool. Hit the applause, man. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right, we go. Let's give it up, chat room. It's been a fun, Swag man. Swag Jeff, three years, man. Thank yeah. you. Gosh, dang it. I wish I knew what the actual anniversary was. I know. I, know, I forgot right? our anniversary. Rat bastard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wouldn't be the first time I let you down. Uh, I don't want, yeah, yeah. It won't be the last. It won't be the last. It won't be the last. Fargo uh, Raider, the Sultan of Swag. I still love that. Love too. that too. The Sultan love of Swag is good. Uh, yeah. Hey, and also not to be missed, uh, Tyrone Graves had a $5 donation in there. Yes, he did. And he was talking about MJD's uh, dig on, um, on Devontae Adams. And he said he must have missed every other commentator calling him the best receiver in the league. Yeah, amen. Yeah, I totally agree, Tyrone. Yeah, but oh. but so what I was saying. Oh yes, please um, go back to. I mean, I felt I felt excited like this about Antonio Brown. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, for like uh, for the, like um like a half a minute until he froze know? his feet until until and, he started and doing on a hot that. air balloon. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. it was like we were like, ooh. Yeah. Like, no, ooh. I mean, even the helmet thing. I think that may oh, have been the helmet one of the, thing. One of the first uh, things or whatever. Gosh. Yeah, it was just you know, but like, but this is better. I mean, this is better because I mean, he was. One of the best wide receivers in the league at the time, but like, but he left on bad terms in in Pittsburgh and oh, all that. Yeah. Like, he got Big benched time. the last game of the season and like all that goofy stuff. And then they traded him to us. And we were like, oh, bad boy, coming to play for the Raiders. That's awesome. But like, yeah, that know, wore I, off quick. I'd much rather have Derek Carr's yeah. best friend. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Well, and Devo- and look and look, Antonio Brown doesn't have a lifelong calling to be a Raider and like. We clearly we've seen his character revealed over the last, you know, however, what really the past, even like six months. Yeah. Like we've seen his character, like, and we saw it as Raider Nation where you get revealed, but I think the rest of the world has now seen what Antonio Brown is all about, and he's all about Antonio Brown. And, um, you know, including even now holding the freaking league hostage saying he won't get ankle surgery until the team signs it. Like, you are you, he's such a dumbass. He's you just, know what he's going to do? We're so going to see dopey, him suit dude. up in the XFL or some goofy stuff like that. 
I or hope. start making YouTube videos with Logan Paul, Ugh. a couple other jackasses. I, I hope he just goes away, man. I, I really do. FAB, man, all the time. Yeah, every forever. Time. But, like, yeah, that is not Devontae Adams' story at all. Not even close. Like, this is a good dude. This is a guy that's dedicated to the red. And like you said, he's Derek Carr's best friend. Like, there, this, this could not be a more perfect scenario. Now, are we going to win a championship? I don't know, man. I mean, you know. Everyone's calling for the Raiders, even on Good Morning Football. You know, Peter Schrager's like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders made a Super Bowl run. Like, you'd think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd, you would think. I mean, but the league is fickle, man. You don't know. You don't know chemistry. You don't know scheduling. Yeah, we know who we're going to play, but we don't know when. You don't know, I mean, the way games get called. Like, there are so many variables. And so I would say this, you know, Raider Nation, above all else, guard your heart. Because this time of year, when you look at the paper, the paper looks good. We on paper. Better, better than, a long, than in a long time. A long time. Coming off a 10-win season and the additions that we have made, man, it's hard to not look at the paper and say, you know what? This is a team that could win 13, 14 games. And make a run in the AFC, let alone run to the Super Bowl light. Yep. You know, but then on the other hand, though, look at Buffalo signing Stephon Diggs. You got Von Miller coming in. Like Buffalo might be a favorite in the in the in the conference. And oh yeah, there's still Kansas City and everybody else in our division that beefed up. So like, it's not going to be an easy road, man. Like I, this is the other thing too. Like and and what I think is. Probably part of the reason, and I'm totally off track here. We'll just, I'm going to play one more thing about Devontae Adams here in a second, and then we'll move on. Um, but I think Jeff, from longtime football fan, like, like you and I both are, and everybody in our chat room is, sure. I can't remember the time when our division is going to be more competitive. Clearly, I think it's a slam dunk opinion that the AFC West only maybe in conversation is the NF in the NFC West in terms of like competitiveness of the division. But when you got Russ leaving the NFC West, I don't think that story holds anymore. So when you look at the AFC West, it's the most competitive division in all of football. And then we have these other monster teams like Buffalo uh, to compete with still like the Raiders have an uphill climb and it's, and I'm here for it. Like, I mean, these are the kind of seasons and these are the kind of, 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 you know, whatever, competition groups you want to be involved in you don't want to be like you one of the speaking of the like we we're talking about the Niners a little bit ago why Raider fans hate the Niners mm-hmm. not only the regional rivalry but it used to piss us off that they had the freaking at the time they had the Rams and the Cardinals and like these garbage ass teams in their division when and the, and, the, and the Niners would you know that's you're talking Steve Young and Terrell Owens and like all these like um, Hall of Fame players sure and the Niners' competition was terrible and then oh yeah they added the freaking Falcons and the and the Carolina Panthers to their division the ex, the expansion team Carolina it was like you they already had six automatic wins and then you gave them two more so the niners were 8 and 0 before the season would ever start right. used to drive us nuts mm-hmm. you know what i mean but like i how do you as a fan be like oh niners niners well why who'd they beat us now dude if we get to 10 plus wins we earn that shit Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Totally. We earn that shit. Totally. Absolutely. Well, and and we've said all along, I mean, with this with this division beefing up like this, 10 wins is probably going to win the division. You would think so. I mean, I, I mean seriously, 10 maybe 11 wins is going to, you know, lock down the the freaking division cuz we are going to all be beating the shit out of each other. I mean, yes. I mean there's no way around that. You know, so I mean it's just going to happen, but 
you know. I mean, yeah, because they all got to play each other too. That's the thing that 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 you know the 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 haters or the critiques or whatever about not yeah. our Raider critique in our chat room, but like, but the people that are critical of the Raiders that say, oh, the Raiders got to play now. They got to play Russ twice. They got to play Justin Herbert twice. Yeah, they gotta and play they got to play us they, twice and, too. Yes, yes. Thank you. And they got to play each other. Yeah. Like we're all gonna be beating the snot yeah. out of each other. It's gonna be awesome when we win the division, and then the Chiefs and the Broncos are the wild card spots, and the Chargers are the only team in our division that goes home again. <laughs> Isn't that going to be awesome? Ah, that would be amazing. You know, what's interesting, though, too, is that, like, in past years and in typical, like, you know, oh, gosh, I'm so far off the rails, but this is fun. Um, You know, historically in football terms, if you lose, like, an out-of-conference game, it's like if you go on the road and you lose to Philly or you lose to the Giants or you lose to whatever, right, like, or the Vikings or something. Like, yeah, it sucks because you take an L, but it's like it doesn't really impact your conference record or your division record, so you're still, like, if you're going to take a loss, you want to take a loss to a team added to the division, right? Well, now, with the division being as competitive as it is, now those out-of-conference games, those are still carry a lot of importance because you do have to, you know, have such a, 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 a freaking, you know, you do have such a challenge within the division that now, like, if everyone has you know, like a three and three kind of thing going on or a, you know, four and two kind of thing going on in the division. Well, now all of a sudden those conference records or out of conference records, they start counting for a lot more. So um, I don't know. I don't have our schedule handy, but that's something we need to look at. Let's do that before next show. Let's look at our out of conference games this year and kind of look at that. Cause typically we just look at like, you know, you look at your division, you look at your conference and like, okay, what games can we win in there? And then if the NFC games, if we go, you know, if we lose at Dallas or whatever, like, okay, it's not the end of the world. Now though, that's going to be a lot different. So we need to, we need to really take a look at those out of conference games. All right, let me hit one more freaking soundbite and let's get out of here. Uh, not out of here for the night, but out of this, this, this segment that's completely turned into something yeah, else. Speaking of Devontae Adams. <laughs> speaking of Devontae Adams, <laughs> let's uh, check in with our good friends at Good Morning Football. And this is Kay Adams leading Kyle Brandt into the, his immediate reaction around the Devontae Adams signing. Kyle, when you heard it happened, you were the, one of the many that maintained both of them will be there together. I know. I'm shocked. And it's so cool. And I'm looking at that and I see swords and guns and I see silver and black. And that's a superstar right there. Uh, the Packers part of this is the soap opera and we'll talk about it. But the Raiders part is the action film. And I want to talk about that. Um, this, we, they're playing in the most talented division we've ever mm-hmm. seen, maybe. And they decided to go out and get the best pass rusher in free agency and the best receiver on the planet. Let's just look at the Raiders of 2020 and their core offense. This is who's taking the field. Guys, this is a nice group. I mean, there's some studs there. Hunter Renfro, what he did last year, Devontae, Darren Waller, Jacobs Carr. That's what you're going to battle with against the Chiefs and against the Chargers and against the Broncos. That's what they're doing. And I have to look at Josh McDaniels on this. Josh McDaniels is creating this in his own image, not the Bill Belichick, not the Patriots image. I think it's so incredible that he leaves Bill Belichick after all these years. And the first thing he does is sign Chandler Jones, who Belichick did not want to pay years ago and got rid of. And then the next thing he does is trade everything for a star wide receiver, which Belichick would have never done. It was a full, like, I'm moving out of dad's house and screw you, dad. I'm going to live my own life. <laughs> totally. And it's a pretty cool life. And in all the, the reports and everything we were hearing last night, the most intriguing one and the one we're talking about is that not only were the Packers willing to pay the same money as the Raiders, 
but actually more. Yeah. So why was it so important for Devontae to leave? He wanted he wanted to leave Rodgers, he wanted to leave the Packers, he wanted to leave everything. You have to go back to the origin story. And sometimes we played in college together is cute, or old friends is cute, and that's great. It's so much bigger than that. And we go back with videotape to Devontae Adams with a lot less hair and a lot less money, courtesy of the, the Fresno Bee. Nice. All the way back to Devontae in college talking about Derek Carr, and this is why he is a Raider today. Before I got here, uh, Coach Dub, uh, which is Keith Williams, he's at, over at Tulane now. He, when he was recruiting me, he told me, you know, we got a Jesus playing quarterback here. <laughs> and I quote, he said those exact words. So um, I don't want to flatter you back there, Derek, but he, um, I, I knew once he said that, I was like, he'll be there. And obviously, uh, to Fresno, and we got going right away. Um, obviously, I redshirted, but we were putting in work off the field, you know, in practice, even though I wasn't playing that year. I was making sure I was getting reps with them and um, feeling the same way. And, and I just knew we had a connection right off, right off the bat. And it wasn't only um, on the field. We actually were good friends off the field as well. And they still are. And now they're teammates on the field. There's the picks. The question is, will there be new trophy picks? Will they be winning the, uh, the AFC West instead of the, the Mountain West? Um, it's a deep, deep, deep connection that is not just, oh, we're friends and we text. He could have stayed in Green Bay. He could have made huge money in Green Bay, and he's gone. And I think the Raiders get all the credit. And I tip my hat to Josh McDaniels because he's building something now. It's awesome. Very exciting. Let's freaking go, dude. I so love it. good. Good stuff there from Kyle Brandt, and, uh, and I appreciate those words. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, it's, I think that feeling for all of us, Raider Nation, is mutual. All right, one more thing before we get to uh, to an audio break here, Swag. I want to shout out and give respect to Jack Kenna with a $5, yes, $5 totally. donation in there in the chat room. He says, I played against De La Salle versus Aaron Taylor and Amani Toomer in 1989 Ignacio Valley. Uh, so I watched MJD. Uh, his words are disappointing. Yeah, MJD's a De La Salle guy. He's a big guy and then played for the, for the Raiders. And so it is. It's disappointing to hear those words. And uh, Swag Jeff mentioned that James Jones was taking a shot at, at the Raiders. And, it's, and it looks, I mean, it's unfortunate that that stuff goes down. Appreciate the, the donation, of course, uh, Jack Kenna. And uh, Swag, you got anything? And then also shout the chat and let's get out. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. You oh, know? let's so, go. You know, so so some, of these, some of these guys, man, that they're, they're Raider guys. But they hang around with these freaking talking heads long enough, and they become the enemy. So, you know, that's all I got to say about that. But Aaron the Q-Dog Raider's in there. Jeff Wilson is in there. Robert Pena's in there. Chevy Silver Raider killed Jadis. Jack Kenna. Julian Cardenas. Uh, Julian says, I love Wednesdays because of you guys. Yeah, that's so that's cool, so man. nice, man. Respect. And we love Wednesdays because of you. Totally. Totally. Uh, Edgar V's in there. We haven't seen Edgar V hey, in there in a minute. What's up, buddy? Yeah, he, won, he was, a, he was a, a big takeaway guy from the, uh, what was it, the Autumn Swag or yes, Summer Swag or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah he, he, he did a bunch of that stuff. So uh, so shout out to you. Cody Thompson's in there. Said, just here to show support. You guys are awesome. I'll have to catch the full show tomorrow at work. Okay. Yeah, Thank you for checking perfect. us out. Yeah, Appreciate thanks, it. Uh, Thank thanks you for so much, uh, Schmucky the Raider Bear. Tall Ken Chit's in there. Love that name. Uh, yeah, you do. And, uh, and yeah, so the whole crew's here. Paul, of course, is in there. Oh. So, uh, so yeah, man. All right. Good stuff. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders.
What's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Raiders 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 Fan Radio. Radio. Yes! All right, I appreciate all of you in the chat room tonight and everybody that's joining us on the audio feed, of course, for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody jumping in tonight and uh, and checking us out. All right, so let's talk a little bit about, um, I don't know if you ever heard of this guy. His name is Mike Mayock, and he got fired from the Raiders, uh, which is not breaking news. But I, w- I definitely want to uh, check in with Mike. We had talked about Mayock a lot since Mike Mayock got let go, and we were big fans of what Mike Mayock did with the Raiders. Yeah, I know that we whiffed on some some early round picks, but I think that that had more influence on, uh, or had more responsibility lied with John Gruden as we knew that he had 51% of the call on a player where uh, Mike Mayock had 49. And I think there were players that, uh, and I won't call anyone out, uh, Cleveland Farrell that, you know, just kind of hasn't lived up to what we had, uh, what the expectation was uh, for them as players. But anyways, I don't think that falls square on, on the shoulders of Mike. I think that you can look scapegoat. I think so too, man. I think that you can look at players like like Max Crosby and Hunter Renfro. Like that's where Mike Mayock shows up. I think that those are the kinds of players, you know. And and there are still some that that are that we haven't seen their full potential yet. You know, Divine Diablo and Malcolm Kuntz and like there are a lot of players still that Mike Mayock I think has fingerprints all over in terms of his calling the shot on them that had. You know, I'm not going to say nothing to do with John Gruden, but we do know this, that like Mike was, you know, he was notorious for putting together film and showing it to John and selling him on a player. Josh Jacobs is, the, is, is, is a great example of that, who was the best first round player in that draft. So for the Raiders anyways, out of the three. So anyways, he's gone. So I'm not like going to lament the idea that he's gone because I'm thankful for where they went. And I think that if it wasn't for the idea that you're, you're bringing on Josh McDaniels, you, you likely don't get to, to, uh, to Ziggler, but Hey, we got him and it's great. But so let's give Mike though, his final like goodbye here. And uh, let's check in with him. He, he joined Dan Patrick on the show, on his show and talked about why he got fired. And this is very interesting answers coming up here. And this okay. is, yeah. And this is, gives you a little bit of a behind the curtain, which I love. This is the stuff I, I nerd out about. This is why I love, Al Davis so much and you hear about like the things that go into to decision making and whatnot and uh, kind of like the, 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 the brain behind football at times in terms of the front office and so let's let's hear Mike talk about why he got let go when people come up and ask why are you not the Raider GM any longer how do you answer that I liked how you warmed up before you, you yes. warmed me up yes I you got did. into that one. yes that I good. did yes that was did. good yeah. that was a veteran move yes um how do I re- say that again? How do I respond? Why are you no longer the Raiders oh. GM? I, I think um, when I got there, there were a four and twelve team, and then we went seven and nine, eight and eight, and ten and seven, and we were on the nine yard line in the playoffs with thirty five seconds left, with four shots to tie Cincinnati, who went to the. Super Bowl, which kind of shows you how close the NFL is, right? Um, why am I not? That? I think at the end of the day, Dan, it's it's all about the owner has final say. And I think uh, Mark Davis has a good heart. Uh, I like Mark Davis personally. 
And at the end of the day, he decided that me and Rich Passaccia didn't get it done at the level he wanted or that he felt like uh, a couple other guys could get it done at a higher level going forward. And I have to respect that because he's the boss. But if you beat Cincinnati, are you still the GM? I don't know the answer to that. I mean, you'd, you'd have to get Mark. Last time you talked to John Gruden. Uh, we text back and forth occasionally, and uh, he called me after I got fired. So what's the future? Uh, I'm kind of excited. You know, I'm, I'm an old guy, and, and it's good to be excited. Um, and I've never been afraid of a challenge, so I'm kind of I'm, – I watch tape every morning. Uh, the challenge for me, Dan, is that, you know, if I watch tape from 7 to 10 – um, go get a workout for an hour and a half. It's noon, and now I got nothing to do, and I'm not used to that. <laughs> that sounds like me, Mike. I'm done at noon, and then I got nothing to do. <laughs> I'm not used to that, and I'm not, you know, going 100 miles an hour back to the speed limit is hard. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to keep the balls up in the air. I've had some opportunities to go to NFL teams. Um, I've had some of my television people call me. Um, I kind of look at this, Dan, like at age 63, I know me and I need to be around football. But whether it's an NFL team, whether it's doing television or in all honesty, I, I could go coach the defensive backs at Haverford School right down the street and be really happy. So I, I'm just trying to keep it all up in the air. And when the right opportunity comes, I think I'll know. All right, there he is. There's Mike Mayock talking pretty candidly, I think. He sounds like he kind of dodges it at first, but then he gets pretty candid about why he's no longer uh, the Raiders GM. And, you know, again, I'll I'll reiterate it. I think that Ziggler and McDaniels are a package deal. Because I I I don't think Mike Mayock goes. If there's, there's, you know, likely a a different head coaching hire there, like, and I don't know, just throw out a name, doesn't like I wouldn't have endorsed this, but like say it's Doug Peterson. Yeah. Right? Like I don't think Mayock goes Or Eric Bieniemy. Right. I don't think he goes anywhere. Mm-mm. You know, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I don't th- I think that it was because th- and you heard Ziggler and McDaniels both say it. Like this is a dream come true for us. It's and and I equated it to this during the time too, Jeff. It's like you and me. Like it's like if if I had a job, like we do we do in our in our work life, Jeff and I do similar things but not the same thing. But they're similar. They're complementary of one another. Sure. And so if if I got hired somewhere, and the role that was complimentary to mine was open, there's one name on the list. Right. And I'm telling the potential employer, hey, if I'm coming, I'd kind of like to have this guy too. Yeah. Or maybe not even kind of, like, I'm really happy where I'm at. If you want me, you got to hire this guy too. Right. I think that's the level of conversation that went on between Mark Davis and Josh McDaniels. Totally. I I don't think there's, to me, like, Read those tea leaves. It's not that hard to get there. And yep. that's why Mike Mayock is no longer part of the team. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. All right. So uh, next up, let's, let's hear so This is kind of funny. So this shows the lighter side of Mike Mayock. And then, uh, and then we're going to get on to the next segment, which we're going to talk about Dave Ziegler. Uh, what, what do you do with all that gear? Mike Mayock is loaded up with a whole bunch of Raider gear. Well, what do you do after you're let go from the team? Can we have your uh, Raiders gear? <laughs> you know what I did with it? You'll get a kick out of this. I took about 90% of it uh, before we left Vegas, and I drove down to the local fire station, and I knocked on the door. I didn't know anybody. I just knocked on the door, and this this fireman answered the door, and I said, listen, 
it might sound silly, but I just got fired as the Raiders GM. <laughs> and I, I had two huge bags with me, like, like trash bags. I said, I got all this brand new gear. And I think some of you guys might like it and, or you can give it to the community, but I don't need it anymore. And the guy, the guy looked at me like I was crazy. He, he said, said, well, I think, I think you, you, you better, better meet, meet the chief. chief. He, he took, took me into the chief and I'm dragging two big bags of crap into the chief. <laughs> That's what I do with my Raider gear. Wow. There you go. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. This is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. All right, before we get to these Dave Ziegler interview comments, Swag Jeff, who do we got in the chat room? Yeah, of course. Uh, All Eyes on G is in there. Rogue Code. Freddie B is in there. Ms. Molly. Paul is in there. Daniel Mangus. Matthew Mangus. Uh, Tall Ken Chit's in there. Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider's in there. Jeff Wilson's in there. Ron the Mater Raider. Trinidad's in there. Fargo. Chevy Silver Raider. Uh, Kevin Lurker is in there. Hey, Kevin. Hey. Uh, Cody Thompson's in there. Jack Kenna. Double Nine with a $5 donation. Oh, thank you so much, Double Nine. Absolutely. Uh, Tyrone Graves is in there. Uh, OG Daniel's in there. We got the whole OG Daniel, man. Good to see you, buddy. Appreciate you joining us and uh, always with the uh, support. Uh, of us here at Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so let's talk about our new GM. Enough about the old GM. Yes. Turn the page, man. The greatness we, of, it, of the Raiders are in its future. Aim. Let's go, Swag Jeff. We always say you're our favorite player until you're not. Yep. There you go. Mike Mayock was my favorite GM, and now he's not. Now he's not. Now he's not. Now it's Dave Ziegler. And so let's check in with Dave Ziegler and kind of his overall take on what the Raiders have done so far in free agency. No, my my friends my my friends sent me sent me the memes of like you know the Dave Ziegler with the clown face on, and uh, you know they 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 keep me the guys I grew up with keep me in check with 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 all that stuff. Um, A guy sleeping at the wheel of the car and stuff like that. Um, So uh, um, all good stuff. Um, uh, Nervous? No. Um, You know we've I think with free agency, uh, there's. there's a level of, I think, patience and discipline that you have to have. Um, you know, you can you can get deals done um, as quick as you want to, depending on how high you want to go. You know, and I think there there's a there's a level of discipline that you have to have uh, about whether it's at a position or whether it's a, a specific player. Like how how much are you going to allocate? And and if you can if you keep going and going and going, you know, you can um, you can make. That's how bad decisions can be made. And so. No, uh, we weren't nervous. Um, I think we were strategic in what we did. Um, I think we had a plan to what we did, but at the same time, you have to be able to pivot, right? Because there are, you are in on certain players, and then you get to a certain point where, um, whether it's from a monetary standpoint, you you got to bail out, or that player decides to go somewhere else. You know, you have to be ready to pivot, um, and I think that's the most important thing about free agency is. You have a plan, like we talked about at the beginning, but you also have to recognize that you're you're going to have to be fluid, and you're going to have to 
you know, think on your toes to a degree and be flexible and, um, you know, change course, change your course of action if things don't pan out your way. So, no, we just kind of stay and steady. There's a lot of players available. There's still, I mean, look at the look at the market right now. There's still a lot of good players available um, in free agency. So I think I think patience is just a big part of it. And, and again, being fluid and flexible. And I think, um, you know, always have things to learn and always have things to improve at, you know, and I think, uh, but I thought we did a good job with that. So, you know, it's interesting to me, Jeff, and the, the common theme that I'm catching here is, yeah, he says, you have to be flexible. Yep. You have to be fluid. Yep. You sense this, and not just with Ziggler, but Graham, McDaniels. Like you, see, you start seeing this. Like, do you feel like it's coming to get like that's the, the whole idea? The like, you feel like the Raiders had been rigid before under John Gruden, yep, and they're like very one track. And now look at what's going on. Yeah, totally uh, adaptive. Th- thank you. Yes, adaptive. You know, yeah. yeah. All these guys have that in their genes that they're not just going to be set in their ways. They're going to go with the flow. They're going to see what happens, all that stuff. It's like Bruce Lee says, man. Yeah, man, totally. Yeah. You know, and so. You like and, water. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and so, you know, we he said there's still a ton of great free agents out there, and there is. So let's see what happens during the draft, and then we're going to see this next big wave of stuff. Yes. So, you know, and yes. so, and the Raiders don't have a lot of money left. So, like six million bucks. Yeah. Right? So. You know that'll fly right into the next uh, the next thing we're going to talk about right there because this could fix a lot of problems as well as far as money we could free up a lot of dough. Absolutely, Jeff called it out on the rundown. He was you know we were talking about the Raiders only had six million dollars left in terms of salary cap, but all it takes is one extension and uh, we could have like twenty plus million bucks like suddenly. Yep. As far as the contract negotiations with Derek or with any player, here, here's what I would say with, about that, and, and, and I mean, and I and I do mean this, is that those are really, um, they are really personal. They're personal things, right? They're personal to the player. They're personal to their families. They're personal for the organization. And we've all probably been through different con- contract negotiations ourselves. So. For me, I think those really are things that um, the way that I'm going to handle those things here and going forward is keeping those in-house, keeping those discussions between um, myself and Tim and Derek. And I just think that's the right way to do business. I think that's the appropriate and most respectful way to do business. Um, You know, I've known Tim for a long time. Tim's a good agent. He's a good person. Um, I've always enjoyed working with Tim. Um, and so, you know, we'll just we'll keep keep hammering away and keep, you know, keep working together, whether it's Tim or with any other agent. But I do think like I think the best practice is to keep those things in house and and um, just continue to, to work through them. I don't think there's any doubt that Derek Carr is going to sign a contract extension. Oh, it's dude. It's an absolute done deal. Is it done in terms of like how they're going to structure it, what the actual numbers and the when you get down into the minutia of the contract? No, I don't think that stuff's done yet. I think that's for the agent, as he mentioned, and the lawyers and all that kind of stuff. But like Derek Carr is not going to hold out. He's not going to not sign. No, Heck, he'd probably gladly play under the last year of his contract and worry about this shit next year. Like that's the kind of guy he is. Yep. He's got his best friend on the team. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, and that's and that's what I was gonna say. They bring his best bro in. You really think he's gonna be? He's gonna hold out or not play or go play for another team or whatever? Heck no, man. No. He's gonna he's gonna retire a Raider. Him and Devontae Adams will both retire on the same day, probably. You know. And so yeah, they're gonna be 
you know, throwing and catching for the rest of their careers. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Both of those guys will retire as Raiders. There is no doubt. And, like, and you know, and you hear me say all the time on this show, Mark Davis is going to be your owner. Now Josh McDaniels is going to be your head coach. Derek Carr is going to be your quarterback. And, oh, yeah, Devontae Adams is going to be your number one wide receiver. Yep. Until they're physically incapable of doing that anymore. Totally. That's going to be the way this thing is going to go. All right, let's get up to this next segment. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so good to hear you play our buddy Pete Koch there. Um, So if you follow our network on the audio version of the podcast, which you can find just by searching Raiders Fan Radio on on any podcast service, uh, Apple, Google, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever it is, man, you can find us. And Pandora even. Uh, ask your uh, the the a word your your uh, your yes. your Amazon device. I won't say the word, but anyways, you can listen. You can hear Raiders fan radio, and so I was glad to hear um, you play Pete Koch because the other show on our network is uh, Silver and Black Flashback, and that's yes. our good friend Rich Schmelter, who is the author of the Raiders Encyclopedia, and he hosts a weekly show that's fantastic. It's usually like. 12 to like 20 minutes long and he'll run down something uh you know some significant moment basically it's uh it, it can be like a historic moment in raiders nation or it could be in in the terms of these recent episodes it could be raiders in pop culture and that's why when you played pete it reminded me of his show because rich goes over raiders in hollywood and pete's one of them so one of the, the last episode he did for for raiders in hollywood Features Howie Long, Fred Williamson, Bubba Smith, of course, Pete Koch, Howie, you know, it's great. So definitely, if you're an audio listener or you're not an audio listener, check us out. Look for Raiders Fan Radio and find uh, not only this show, but you'll find uh, also uh, Silver and Black Flashback. So appreciate that, Jeff, playing that. Yes. All right. This might be my new favorite segment. (laughs) So... For those of you that aren't, aren't aware, we call our, our listener feedback segment, we call it the Sea of Fans. That's a play on the term Sea of Hands, of course, the famous Raiders play when we beat the Miami Dolphins. So we call it the Sea of Fans. So, uh, and that's where we celebrate Raider Nation. We celebrate the people that support and listen and feedback to the show. The alternative to that would be people that are critical. Yeah. Maybe don't like us. Yeah, maybe got something to say. There's plenty of them too. Plenty of them too. And our good friend of the show, Black Sunday Joel, yes, referred to people like that as the Sea of Pendejos. Nice, <laughs> which cracks perfect. Up. That's so good. The Sea of Pendejos. So we're not going to do this every week as a segment, but occasionally we're going to dip in and find out who, in terms of the Raiders fan radio listening off uh, audience, is being a pendejo. Hey, Pendejo, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Pendejo, how you doing? Yeah, that's close enough. Man. What does that mean? Oh, that means uh, my real good friend. Pendejo? Ben, how's that again? 
Bendeco, man. Bendeco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then say, uh, bend over, Bendeco. <laughs> hey, Bendeco, how you doing? Get back to you. I gotta tell you, putting together that clip, that movie is one of my favorites, and that scene is one of the funniest. If you've never seen it, it's Cheech and Chong yes. up with smoke, and they're and they're bouncing their freaking van. They end up in those people's yard, and because Cheech Cheech tricks Chong into saying that. Bendeos is like my good friend. No, it doesn't. It means you're stupid. It means uh-huh. you're an idiot. So here you go. So here's your C of Bendejos this year. All right. So I put out a TikTok. Okay, Jeff. And and I talked about the TikTok on our little bit of oh, a rundown. Okay. We had a little bit of a, a a little bit of a viral, a mini viral. You had a big big viral on I one did, of your TikToks. I did. Yep. I had a mini viral, and so with a mini viral, you get a lot of pendejos that want to talk smack about the Raiders. Oh, so is this comments on the TikTok? This is comments about the TikTok. Okay, you ready for this? Bolt Dude 156 says, Happy birthday, bud, but I'd be worried about the Chargers. Has anybody ever been worried about the Chargers? What, what was his number? Bolt Dude 156. There ain't 156 Bolt fans. <laughs> he could have been Bolt Fan 3. Why'd he pick 156? He could have been a Bolt fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lights out 55. The Chiefs are not your problem. The Chargers are. Commitment to excrement. Oh. So. Okay. No, again, ain't nobody worried about the Chargers. We, no. we're, we're good with the Chargers. Yeah. Kingdom's own. Chiefs own the Raiders, but maybe not this year. Well, oh, that's funny. Actually, that's kind of yeah. funny. Uh, I can't even pronounce this guy. He says Raiders with three poop emojis. Oh, good. Christopher says 03 to 22, 110 wins, 195 losses, two winning seasons, zero playoff wins. We have rings from 40 years ago, quote, you live in the past because the present and the future sucks, you losers. Wow. Yeah. Okay. MX says, Fader fans are the worst. Arrowhead Joe says, Hater, the Chiefs spanked you guys twice last year, but I was glad to see you finally got into the playoffs. Well, thanks, Arrowhead Joe. Yeah, wish Let, you all the best. Let's go Texas, says, Raiders suck. Houston Texans, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy Davis Mills, you jackass. Oh, my God, right? Yeah. Uh, mile high 303 you got you got to be old school because your team ain't one shit in modern times let's ride thanks mile high 303 okay bon Jovi. And, and by the way this is what's always fascinating to me about the sea of pendejos sure why the hell are you watching a raider stuff yeah why are like i don't consume it pops it. up on the for you page i consume this much Broncos content mm-hmm. this much chargers content this much chiefs content I for block those of em. you for, seriously, like for those of you on the audio feed, I'm holding up a big fat zero. I watch none of it. If a, if I saw a, 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 a prompt would come up on my YouTube or anything else, I'm not clicking it. Uh-uh. I don't care. Uh-uh. I want to see your stupid ass. Like So this yep. fascinates me. Two more. Sanderson 324. I suppose if you can't beat them, join them. Enjoy your last place again, Raider Nation. No, huh. We weren't last place last time. No. User, okay, this, these are my favorites. User, 915-867-3085-0502. Oh, I can't wait to hear what this guy has to say. <laughs> hey, tell your paper boy, F the Raiderettes. Well, that wasn't nice. Not nice. Damn. Brutal. Bunch of pendejos. Wow. Thanks for your feedback, everybody. <laughs> so funny to me, man. Yeah. 
All right, let's get into this. Oh, wait. Oh, you know what? I missed a whole segment here. You did? Yeah, I missed the whole Derek Carr thing. Oh, well. Let's go to see fans. No, we hit, we hit that, didn't we? No, I had some stuff on Derek Carr. Well, say it. Say we'll it. We got it time. We got time. Coming out of the sea event. Well, give, give me just a quick audio break here so we can at least break up the from the CFP host. Murph, Swag, Jeff, and who's the third guy? Okay, right. go. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That was quick. All right, so uh, talking about Derek Carr's contract. Okay. Okay. Ziegler was talking about Derek Carr's contract. Yes. And one of the common themes around our, our good friend Derek Carr, a uh, friend of the show, is that he's, uh, according to a lot of members of the media and a lot of fans and even some Raider fans, is that now we have the fourth best quarterback in the division. You've heard this, yes? Yes, I've heard that. I don't agree. No. None of us agree. At a minimum, he's third. Minimum. I think he's second and or tied for first. Yeah. Okay? Here's some interesting comments that came on the heels of this in terms of endorsement of Derek Carr, and I thought this was interesting. So I'm going to shout out this guy. He is Twice 32 at Twice 32 on Twitter. Okay. He writes this. Uh, Watson goes four and twelve with a number uh, with a twenty third offensive line. Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, uh, and uh, the twenty eighth defense, and then quits on the Texans. Right? Talk about Deshaun Watson. Russell Wilson goes six and eight with the twenty fifth ranked o- offensive line. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, uh, and the number twelfth uh, defense overall. Then quits on the Seahawks. Okay. Okay. Derek Carr goes 10 and 7, loses his top two weapons, number 28th offensive line, number 26 defense, and then says, let's go. Yep. There you go. If that's not a testament to Derek Carr's character, then I don't know what is. Okay, that's pretty freaking money, man. And right. when you look at the other other players around the league, and so listen, he's definitely not the fourth best quarterback. And I got the freaking article here to prove it. Our good friends over at Just Blog. Just blog baby. Uh, this article was written by Jason Willis. Okay. okay, go over and check it out the website. Just blog baby. While you're reading the article, you can see our little just uh, or you see our little Raiders fan radio oh, uh, yes. little, little thing uh-huh. there, a little banner there. You can you can listen to the show while you're going through the article. So it says the title of the article is, is Derek Carr really the worst quarterback in the AFC West? And uh, he goes on to say that for years the Denver Broncos have had subpar play. But that has changed now. Following one of the biggest trades in NFL history, the Broncos acquired Russell Wilson. He joins a division that already includes some of the best quarterbacks in the division. So now we have four talented passers, and it's, a, it's fun to rank the group. Most pundits rank the group with Mahomes at one, Wilson and Herbert in the middle, and Carr at four. However, is Carr actually worse than Russell Wilson at this point in their careers? The comparison looks like this. In the 2021 season, Derek Carr had one of his best seasons of his career. While getting the Raiders back into the playoffs, he recorded career highs in passing yards and attempts. Perhaps uh, most impressive was the way he recorded those numbers. He comes on the heels of the resignation of, of, of Coach Gruden, loses his play caller, uh, replaced by offensive coordinator Greg Olson. Uh, then the play calling suffers, and then he loses Henry Ruggs, of course, and then Darren Waller is out for so much uh, of the season with injuries. Right. Conversely, Russell Wilson had one of the worst seasons of his career. 3,100 passing yards, 25 touchdowns. He posted fairly pedestrian numbers. Also fails to lead his team to the playoffs. He did miss three games. Uh, also, but uh, you know, but you're looking at considering also on his offense, he's got Tyler Lockett and he's got DK Metcalf, two of the best players uh, at that position, uh, starting. 
So going forward in 2022, both quarterbacks are entering a new new offense. For Carr, it's not anything new with a revolving door of play callers such as Bill Musgrave, Todd Downing, and John Gruden. Uh, Carr has proven to be an exceptional uh, at, at adapting to offensive change. So he goes on to say that like the adaptation is going to be the key, that like Russell was in a thing for a very, very long time, and now that thing is going to change uh, pretty quickly. Uh, the, the Broncos certainly have a collection of talent, and Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton. Uh, however, is that better than what Russ had in Metcalf and Lockett? I don't think so. The biggest question is how Russ adapts to Hackett's offense. So they got a new, of course, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, new uh, offensive coordinator in Denver, uh, comes from Green Bay. He'll likely run a variation of the West Coast offense that he helped deploy there. For Wilson, this will be a massive departure from the offense he ran in Seattle, which featured a heavy dose of, of, of running uh, play action due to Wilson's, you know, his kind of like backyard football style. Um, this is part of his brilliance. And while he stu- struggles to complete passes on time and in the offense in rhythm for the most part he also makes a lot of plays outside the pocket like when you when you get Russ moving like that's when he gets really really good right so it, there's going to be a serious period of adaptation adaptation for him much much less for Derek Carr and considering everything that preceded this season for Russ and for Derek I think that it's a slam to me and I I know I bleed silver and black to me I don't think Russell Wilson is that clear-cut favorite over Derek. So that whole narrative around we now have the fourth-best quarterback in the division, the whole reason that I wanted to kind of platform and, like, run on all that stuff and and include all that on the heels of the Derek Carr contract conversation is that, like, I don't think so. I don't agree. And, like, and if you think we're going to find something better on the short term, we're just not. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this, and, uh, you know, we always say – uh, you you can only look at what has just happened, and you can only look forward and not at the past, not at all this stuff. And we'll take a uh, we'll take a page out of the playbook of, of all these Chargers and Broncos fans and Chiefs fans and all that. They go, oh, you guys are living in the past. You're living in the past. You're living in the past. Okay, well, let's look at what just happened. Only two quarterbacks in our division made the playoffs. Let's go. There's only two. So, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in our division. I think I, so. I hate that. I do too. I hate that guy. I hate his family. I hate everything about the guy. But he's the best quarterback in our division. But Derek Carr's number two because he was the other quarterback that made the playoffs. Justin Herbert said, or people, some I can't remember someone in the chat said, well, uh, Justin Herbert knows, or knows how to get six points when it's fourth and goal. Okay, but he also went home in December. <laughs> You know, <laughs> what, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like he, Damn right. He didn't play in January because he wasn't good enough to do it. And Russell Wilson, he did not make the playoffs either. So, you know, so those guys are fighting at the bottom. But Derek Carr is the second-best quarterback in our division. Let's freaking go, bro. Nice job. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. Talking shit in the uh, in the chat room says Wilson has a ring that clear cut gives him the edge. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you know who you know gave him that ring? 
Thank you. Go. You know who do gave it. him that ring? Do it. Richard Sherman gave him that ring. Cam Chancellor gave him that ring. Earl Thomas gave him that ring. Bobby Wagner gave him that ring. He didn't earn that damn ring. Give me a break. They only scored eight points. Our, I'm, uh, uh, their opponent only scored eight points. Okay, yeah, they put up a bunch of numbers when they won that Super Bowl. That What was it, 43-8 to eight or something goofy like that? But they were playing an old Peyton Manning with not a great defense. And they played balls-out defense. It was unbelievable. Russell Wilson did not win that Super Bowl. Let's freaking go, yeah. Jeff. And speaking of let's go, uh, I do want to shout out someone very special in the chat right Whoa. here. Uh, Caesar Whoa. R. in the chat. Uh, he tunes in right here at the right time at the Sea of Fans mailbag and drops a hundo for the One Nation Foundation. Let's effing go, bro. He says, let's go. Wow. Respect, Caesar. Respect, thank bro. You, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's incredibly kind. Thank you, Caesar R. Uh, yes, he says let's go. And, yeah, 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. And for those of you that are new to the show, that is our nonprofit that we form to take any of the donations that we get via Super Chat or any other uh, any of the advertising revenue we get, and we give that to Raiders-related charities like the Bolitnikoff Foundation um, that funds things like Tracy's Place of Hope that was built in honor of Fred Bolitnikoff's daughter who, who passed away, um, sadly, at a very young age due to domestic violence. And uh, so this place offers rehabilitative services for young women uh, and not only teaches um, and gets them to a safe place, but also teaches them um, you know, how to build a resume and domestic skills and all kinds of wonderful, wonderful things. And that's exactly where that money goes yes. is, 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 is to help people uh, that are, that are uh, you know, going through places like that. And so thank you, Caesar R. That is, gosh, that, whatever that's, and look, and we appreciate all of them. I don't care if it's two bucks, five bucks, whatever. We appreciate all the dona- donations always. But when you see numbers like that, it just really like jumps out at you. And really, we just thank you so very, very much, yes. Caesar. Um, if, if, send me an email at Murph at RaidersFanRadio.com. I'd love to send you a uh, Raiders Fan Radio shirt and uh, to show you appreciation for that. Thank you very, very much. That is incredibly kind. Absolutely. Uh, right. uh, so, hey, so before yeah, we jump please. in, yeah, do uh, I do want to shout out everyone else in the chat as well. Let's do not it. forget yes, to respect yes, them. Yes, yes. Uh, Vic Sacramento's in there. Tyrone Graves. Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Michelle Sweat. Uh, Julian Cardenas is in there. Paul, who says, Whoa. Swago should win the Sizzler for, uh, for the last 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tyrone Graves says he gets, uh, I get his vote as well. But, but I'm giving out the Sizzler tonight. I'm not going to reference. You can't give it to yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. I ain't going to do that. But uh, Fargo Raiders in there and uh, Running Bears in there. Tyrone Grave, Schmucky the Raider Bears in there. Uh, let's see. Tall Ken Chits in there. Paul is in there. Ebony Graves with a ten dollar oh, donation. Oh, Ebony, thank you absolutely, so much. Absolutely, absolutely, thank you, Ebony. Uh, he says uh, Wilson the worst because he got them goodies in my Sierra voice. <laughs> Nice, <laughs> nice. I respect it. I respect it. Well done, well done. Hey, and speaking of that, any of the the, the like, listen, and uh, you know, there's there's some comments made this week. I'll just say that. I won't name names. There were some okay. comments made this week in criticism of of uh, of Russ Wilson, calling him square and like kind of like easy with that. He's a good guy, man. Look, I don't like him because he's a Bronco quarterback. No. But, like, he's not a bad dude, man. Let's not, like, let's not villainize this guy for being nice. No, yeah, he's a, he's a really yeah, he's a let's, really let's, nice guy. He's, yeah, he, he's one that, you know, yeah, I mean, I hate him because he's a Bronco, but that's the only reason that I hate him. Exactly, yeah. You so know? let's easy with some of that criticism, man. Let's, 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 yeah, I wouldn't do that. All right, um, so let's jump into the sea of fans. All right, so this is where we, uh, we hear from more of you and less of us, which is a great, great thing. And, um, 
Uh, let's see. We're, so we're going to go to the emails first. So you can email the show at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is show at RaidersFanRadio.com at any time. And uh, we will read your, uh, your emails on the show. And if we read your emails an indefinite amount of times, you can become a made man or a made woman. Basically, that means you're like at the, you know, you're at the, you have a seat at the table. You're like, you're like the family of the family. That's it. So let me get all my burps out of the way because I'm getting ready to read a long one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you don't want to get ripped like I did last uh, week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was so funny, dude. All right. So it's uh, so like our first email tonight comes from our good buddy, Paul. So Paul is like he's the emailer of the emailers. Yes, he is. Like he is. The, he's the freaking like he's the best. He's at the head of the table uh, in terms of the emailers. Uh, we say that he's in Shropshire, Mississippi, because it is, uh, he lives in the U.K. and he lives west of Birmingham, which in our country is Mississippi. Uh, so we, we say that he is uh, from Shropshire, uh, Mississippi, and he says this. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Fan Cave, and congratulations to Murph on your Carl Weathers birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, look at that. I, I, I happen I got my card handy here. There's my Carl Weathers card there. Look at There you go. So there he is, Apollo Creed himself, wearing number 49. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a little quiet in the NFL at the moment after a crazy start to free agency. Uh, it seems that everybody is pumping the brakes a little and gearing up for the draft in a few weeks' time. One question that has been doing the rounds this, should we consider a trade? Thank you, Jeff. Uh, back up, should we trade back up into the second round of the draft? Part of me would like us to do it, but I can't see how it's possible without giving up a star player in the process. Yeah, I agree. And anybody that says, oh, we need to trade Darren Waller. No, we don't. Like, stop it. Yeah, what are we doing? We're going to have one of the most dynamic offenses that the Raiders have had in many, many years, and Darren Waller is a huge part of that. We are not going to trade Darren Waller. Maybe we could just use draft picks from 2023 and 24. That I agree with. Uh, which we could recover at a later date. I'd love us to be able to get someone like Chad Muma at linebacker. Shout out QB Jeff. Um, or one of the other talented guys that are uh, there in the earlier rounds. I just don't see a way to make it work. There's also a part of me that thinks it's unnecessary as there will be enough talent to choose from uh, during round three and beyond. Plus, Ziggler has been known to do well in later rounds. I was also focusing on picking up a wide receiver like Traylon Burks or Christian Watson, but then the news came through on Monday we were being linked with a move for Brandon Cooks over the Texans. Very interesting. Thinking about Cooks joining gave me one of those special feelings, you know, the kind, like a sneeze, only better. <laughs> Jeez. Hey. Like climbing the rope in gym class. I don't know about... No, I put that there. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you guys, but... If, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Refer to add Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Brian Edwards, Mac Hollins. Oh my gosh, I keep forgetting about Mac Hollins. Yeah, totally. And Demarcus Robinson. I'm uh, not sure you can get any better. No kidding. We're going to have 800 wide receivers. Uh, Houston wants a second round pick, though, and I think that's too much. I agree. Uh, if they cut him, that's a different story. Elsewhere, Mike Mayock did an interview with Dan Patrick where he became a politician for the night by answering questions without really answering them and then not being accountable for his mistakes. Mm, okay, fair. Different opinions are okay if we sit around and agree with each other. It doesn't make much for radio. Uh, he came across as a little bitter to me, which is disappointing. I don't. Did you get that? Did you feel like Mayock came across bitter, Jeff? And, and yeah, um, don't agree with me if you don't. I mean, I wouldn't say full on bitter, but I mean, you could tell that he was upset about it. A little salt, you know? Yeah, a little salt. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair uh -huh. enough. Fair enough. Um, I had an argument on Twitter with a guy from Iowa. Well, that's, that's, Which, and who wouldn't be? <laughs> who wouldn't be a little salty when you get fired? Well, exactly. You know, you're going to be a little, I mean, you're not going to, you know, 
you know, right out of the gate, you're not going to, you know, okay, well, wish you the best. I'm going to keep all my Raider shit. You know, I'm going to do all, you know, whatever, whatever. No, he kind of pissed. He was the nine-yard line away from beating the AFC champion. Yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? I, I get it. I yeah. get it why he might be a little, little, little salty. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I had an argument with a guy on Twitter with a, from Iowa. Yeah, okay. That never, that never, that's never a good start to a story. You never want to start. First time that's ever happened. <laughs> Nobody in Iowa has ever been in an argument on they, Twitter. They don't have Twitter in Iowa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, they got to like, yeah, ship in sunlight and ship out corn. That, um, that's just like sending messages by bird. It's like straight up Twitter. <laughs> it's <an> actual. <laughs> it's actual Twitter. I don't know how that bird flew all the way to freaking England. Yeah, it must have been a European swallow. Um, (laughs) Guy from Iowa, Monty Python represent. Um, Got to tell me, Lester Hayes didn't belong in the Hall of Fame. Normally, I wouldn't bother with such stupidity, but it's in my DNA to defend number 37 with every fiber of my being. I was calm and patient, which isn't like me at all when it comes to the Raiders. I threw every available stat and fact at him, but he was adamant that the judge shouldn't be there. Yeah, well, F that guy, Paul. I can only imagine today, Village Idiot was craving the attention, and he got it from me. I fell for it hook, line, and sinker, and in the end, I just blocked the fool. Represent, yes. <laughs> there good, you go. And left him to what I can only imagine to be his Chiefs jersey, his dueling banjos, and learning to count to 12 with six fingers on each hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ah, so funny. We also have another inductee into the Antonio Brown world of crazy is Will Smith turned into a total Fruit Loop and slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Nice. I was ready to say that Smith had become this month's biggest fool, but then A.B. did what A.B. does and started complaining that he can't understand why he hasn't been picked up by anybody yet. Really? <laughs> I hope somebody does sign him, though. I hope they play us at some point, too. As Swago said a few weeks ago, I see him catch a slant or catch any kind of crossfield pass. Then can we see somebody in silver and black unleash their inner Jack Tatum oh, on that piece yes. of shit? So all our eyes are on Vegas for the 2022 draft as the annual Raiders fans face a disappointment when we first pick is read out. There have been many occasions over the years when the look of horror has been written across large <laughs> has been written large across the nation's faces after another disappointing pick. I'm not sure that'll happen again this time. Something tells me these days these guys know what they're doing. As well, at the end of the month, we have some significant dates around the corner. May 2nd, I believe, we have to decide what will happen with Cleveland Farrell. Oh, sorry. Uh, F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Farrell. Say it again. All right. Uh, as well, at the end of the month, we have some significant dates just around the corner. May 2nd, I believe, we have to decide what will happen with Cleveland Farrell. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Farrell. Jonathan Abrams and Josh Jacobs contracts, and then June 1st, we get a substantial boost to our salary cap. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that, the June 1, because that's the, the June 1 designations. He's right. I don't know what that number is. I want to research that. Okay. We need to cover that next week because uh, we'll, we have the $6 million, but we'll get a natural boost after June 1. Thank you, Paul. There's still enough going on to keep us focused, and it's still positive. Here we go. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner, 2019. Uh, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five time, five time, five time, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Hello, Paul. 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 Paul.
Your name Paul? Paul. Hello. Paul. 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 Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Well, we don't even have to do our research because Paul has already given us that number. Oh. Uh, 26 mil. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what he said. That's a big number, man. It's a big God. number. Oh, my gosh. So we, if we redid Derek, we'd have, like, another, like, 40-plus yeah. million. 45 mil. Oh, my gosh. That's insane, man. Good job, Paul. Thank you so very, very much, man. We appreciate you, yes. Paul. I uh, appreciate the email, as always. And uh, all right, so that's the only me- email we have this week. Uh, if you want to email the show again, once again, uh, again, once again, oh, it's getting late. Uh, show, S-H-O-W. It's a, at, yeah, the incredibly creative email address that so the folks inventive. here at Raiders Fan Radio came up with, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Yeah, email us, man. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, yeah. And those of you that don't want to call, like you're kind of like, you know, whatever, you don't want to talk on there, you don't want to get into the three minutes and get Google Voice on Send us an email. Yeah, We'd love to read your emails. We or won't, or we won't read us. them well. No. We'll mess them up and sl- you know, slur and stutter and all that kind of Absolute stuff. Burp all through yeah, your emails but we'll and stuff read them. like that. Yeah, it's fun. But, you know, or what you could do, and I think it was our buddy, I think Mojo's done it several times, and I know uh, and I know uh, Raiderborn Rico has done it several times. They just send an audio clip or a video of them doing it, and then that's how you escape Google Voice. Amen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And we actually have one of those this week. Oh, no way. Yes. So we're, here we're going to get to the calls. And yeah, you can email us an audio clip at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And, uh, and we will uh, we'll, we'll play that on the air. And Kill Jadis sent us one this week because it's highly produced. And it's oh, pretty, man, it's pretty there you funny. go. But you're right. So Rico, like Rico's in the Canary Islands. Okay. He's Raider-born Rico. He's, he's Italian and he lives in the Canary Islands. And, uh, and I might be going to Spain, Rico. And I'm going to... No way. Yeah, man. And of course, Canary Islands are part of Spain. And so I might have to roll down there to the Canary, Canary oh, Islands. You got to do that. I, I'm not going to go to Spain and not go... See Rico. Totally. Like I totally so pencil me in for that. Rico. Yeah. I don't even know when. I'll have a glass of whiskey with Rico. Yes, I write. Like yeah. yes, I got my passport for the first time. I've never traveled internationally. Oh no way! Yeah, I've only ever been really? to Canada. Canada's the only time I've ever been out of the country. No way. And that's like not even really. That's like just. Do you even need a passport for that? No. Uh-uh. no they just. Uh, it's just yeah, North it's Montana. Yeah, it's just a revolving door. Just yeah, go on. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're going. Come on into Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah but um, yeah. So anyway, so I'm gonna. Yeah, I'd love to link up with Rico. Uh. Uh, and and stay tuned for that because probably in the next year, uh, oh, it's going to have fun. Yeah, no. So if you're listening to this, Rico, like like yeah, let's let's link up. Yeah. All right. Um, Blow up your inflatable mattress. <laughs> Murph might need to Murph stay with you. Crashing on the on the couch, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Uh, okay. So let's get to these. Vo- I don't even remember where I was going. Oh, so if you want to, yeah, you want to email in an audio clip, then do that, and that that's fine. Then you can have all the takes in the world you want, make it perfect, and then and then send it to us, and we'll play it. Um, but as far as the regular voicemails go, you can call us at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And you can leave a voicemail anytime, 24-7, at the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline. Uh, you only got three minutes, so you definitely want to get it in uh, under the time allotment, unless you're this guy. Unless you are Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. We call him the Capo because he is the leader of the crew of the made men and the made women, and he always kicks off this segment. Greetings, I'm Murphy Siglary Marsh. On the boss, Sonny, our sergeant on the fifth one. Big Raider trucker. Mojo from the universe speaks, and I concur with the gentleman from North Carolina. Screw those damn Jayhawks. Ramon the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Chuck Spider, Head McCann from the Inebra Nation. Ron the Mater Raider. Nation. 
The NFL's handling of the widespread sexual harassment allegations from the Washington football team, commanders, whatever the hell they want to call themselves, was so disconcerting. A secretive um, congressional committee was launched in order to investigate it. Let's take a look at this for a second. Today, six state attorneys general have signed um, a letter of intent to investigate the NFL as well as this Washington team for workplace harassment toward women and minorities. Plus, according to the Washington Post, the committee is also looking into allegations of financial improprieties under Daniel Snyder's ownership, allegedly for shady bookkeeping tied to ticket sales. Um, the fresh allegations come after the committee reviewed over 80,000 pages of documents and interviewed key witnesses related to the NFL's investigation. The spokesman for the White House Committee on Oversight and Reform told the Washington Post that it continues to investigate the hostile workplace and culture of impunity by the Washington commanders as well as the National Football League's inadequate response and lack of transparency. The committee will follow the facts wherever they may lead. Now, you hear that last sentence over and over again by a whole bunch of bigoted knuckleheads doing a whole host of knuckleheaded shit against other individuals. But keep on investigating and follow the slug trails wherever they may happen to lead. Now, this news comes as the NFL is in the midst of a second investigation into the harassment claims against Snyder and his organization. The initial investigation ended with the team being fined $10 million and the announcement that Tanya Snyder, Dan's wife, would take over the day-to-day operations for an unspecified time. However, the NFL did not release these findings or ask for a written report of what the investigation uncovered, causing many to wonder, like myself, if it was purposely trying to shield Snyder and the league from further scrutiny. Yet the infamous emails leaked that led to John Gruden's firing and tarnished reputations of former GM Bruce Allen and ESPN's Adam Schefter were released as part of the same investigation. Coincidence? Some speculated that Snyder himself was behind the leaks as a way to draw attention away from himself, especially as none of the leaked emails implicated him in any way. The homies refer to this as dry snitching. So, Just take that under advisement for your urban etiquette. Meanwhile, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell continues to bump for Washington Washington owner, claiming that Dan Snyder remains uninvolved with the franchise, despite multiple reports revealing that, in fact, he is still making decisions for the commanders and is heavily involved in decision-making. You know, the writing's on the wall for this dude. You know, the NFL stepping up doing the right thing, forcing Snyder to sell the commanders, but... Snyder has never shown any sense of decency when it comes to things of this nature. Ain't that right, running bear? The NFL may, you know, they they talk a big game about punishment and accountability, but Roger Goodell ultimately works for Snyder and the other owners for that matter, and it's very unlikely that they'll make any serious changes unless required to by the government, little g. Social media is torching Snyder, though. Every time I go and I see the Dan Snyder's trending, I hope it's because the league finally forcibly removes ownership from up under his, you know, tentacles, a la fellow bigoted owner uh, and former NBA uh, bigot himself, Daniel Sterling, Donald Sterling, whatever. Screw that guy. All the damn time we're always hearing something about this Snyder cat, yet he continues to collect a check. Dan Snyder is simply trash. Now, not to be outdone yesterday, Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, yes, that Jarrah, is being sued over sexual harassment allegations of his own. 
per the Dallas Morning News by Jana Weckerly, a former exotic dancer, and was forced to perform allegedly sexual acts against her will. Had you heard that before? Now, Jerry paid, I guess, a confidential settlement upwards of $2.4 million after four members of the iconic cheerleading squad were accused of being voyeuristic, uh, you know, targets of this cat, Richard Dalrymple. He went on to not only once, not twice, but three times, go into the locker room and film these women with his iPhone. Let me be clear. Dalrymple was accused of doing the upskirt photos of Charlotte Jones Anderson, a team senior VP, who's the daughter of Jerry Jones. Now, let's not confuse this daughter with the illegitimate daughter, 25-year-old Alexandra Davis, who also filed another lawsuit against Jones, alleging that Jones is her actual biological father. I can't make this stuff up. And that both she and her mother have been paid uh, $3 million so far just to you know, conceal the secret. I mean, this is the ownership in the league. Now, mixing the NFL's false flag operation of social justice and inclusion campaign, and it is clear to me it takes all of us to stamp out the systemic bigotry and the worst elements of the good old boys club. See Colin Kaepernick, Ray Rose, and Brian Flores, if you feel me. Now, Monday, the Raiders signed quarterback Nick Mullins and re-signed lovable hard-ass defensive tackle Jonathan Hanks. <laughs> Whatever. The Raiders O-line is still an area of, uh, you know, concern. But I think lovable if we can address a few positions in the draft, it'd be well worth it. And I'm just hoping, against hope, that we draft another U.K. Wildcat, two-time first-team uh, all-SEC right tackle, Darian Kennard. Will it happen? Who knows? But with a sliver of hope, the Raiders may get a big body in the wide receiver core by drafting 6'5 North Dakota State product Christian Watson. The Las Vegas Raiders are well under their way with their top 30, you know, invites for prospective um, draft picks as well as free agents. And we want to keep an eye on Aaron Wilson. Um, also, Marcus Jones, he apparently is the fastest cat in the draft with a 4.23 that was banked, as well as LSU quarterback Cordell Flott. Whatever we got to do, let's make it happen. Silver linings. So glad that Father of the Year Tyreek Hill is out of the damn division. Let's go. the Chiefs. Yes. Tyrone Honey Badger, Badger Matthew went and visited his home state, New Orleans Saints, and walked out of their building without signing a contract. I don't know if I'm excited or not, but somewhere Jonathan Abrams' butthole is puffing up. <laughs> The hit list. Jackson Mahomes, Roger Goodell, Jerry Jones, Daniel Snyder, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, and Insurrections. See y'all at the draft in three weeks. Woo. Let's go, Aaron. Absolutely you will, bro. Cannot I, wait. I cannot wait to cannot split wait. a bottle of Don Julio with Aaron. The oh, my gosh. That's going to be the best, uh-huh. man. Look forward to seeing you, my friend. And, uh, yes, good stuff there, man. I, you know, this Tyron Matthew thing is interesting, man. He's looking for that third contract. He's looking for a lot of money. And, you know, but he's, he's – it's, it's, the third contract is an interesting time for an NFL athlete because they typically, you know, you got your rookie contract and you get the one big payday, and then you got one last bite at the apple. And, like, that's what Tyron Matthew is looking at, and he's looking for – you know, looking to, to, to catch a, a good contract. Like, you look at it – like, to look at it on paper, like – NFL's top 100 free agents still available, and you see his name like near at or at the top of the list. Yeah, totally. You think it's a slam dunk. Like, oh, we should go get that guy. Yeah, but he wants a lot of money. 
Yeah. Like, he's going to be expensive. So that might be one of those kind of guys that, like, post-June 1, when that money frees up, Jeff, whether it's the Raiders or the Saints or anybody else, yeah. like, that's where you'll, you'll, you'll see him yep. go there. Uh, but, yeah, great stuff there from the Capo, and uh, and appreciate that rundown. And, and, and listen, I appreciate all of that and, and very, very well stated uh, around uh, that the entirety of that call. Uh, we appreciate you and look forward to seeing you soon. And everybody else is going to join us at the Rockstar Bar, 2 o'clock Thursday, uh, the day of the draft. All right, um, let's check in with the rest of our callers uh, this week. So, Jeff, here's, a, here's about a timely impression for you. you. Okay. You may not even get this. Okay. Do you know the show Dragnet? Dragnet? Yeah. No. Do you know even know of the movie that was a parody of the show Dragnet? No. You don't. And so, so Dragnet was an old school um, cop show around Los Angeles detectives. Like in the like sixties, okay, okay, and then Dan Aykroyd did a, like a like a like a, a, a whatever, a, not a remake, remake? but a, yeah, but it was a movie about it. You know, how they do that like the Brady Bunch movie, and sure, like, yeah, like yeah, a movie yeah. about an old okay. show. Okay, okay, so that's so dragon. Okay, so like so like the, the lead character was Sergeant Joe Friday. Okay, so he was the he was the lead detective, and he was very famous about speaking very matter of fact about things. Okay, so this is uh, Sergeant Joe Friday. From the show Dragnet has called Raiders Fan Radio. Okay. This is Sergeant Joe Friday with the Greater Las Vegas Police Department. I have a special message for one certain Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. My partners and I witnessed that little torchlight picnic you threw last year, and in 2022, we're going to put you where your kind always ends up on a 35 foot refurbished second hand metal bus with 84 uncomfortable seats and a confused driver with damn stinking walls and the smell of fat permeating throughout. Sure, this division isn't perfect. We need this free light for all our citizens. Cleaner streets, better schools, the absence of people walking around looking like Ronald McDonald, a good hockey team, and the color of silver and black. Just like every other foaming ribbit frog psycho in the city with a foolproof plan, you've forgotten you're facing the single finest fighting force ever assembled, the Raiders. And even your fastest player has now run away screaming. And so, when Ziegler and McDaniels pull the next trigger, you just better hope, mister, that you're not staring down the other end of the barrel. In the manual... Section 3-605.10.20.22.24.26.50.70.80 clearly states the following. The quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard. And that's you, all day, every day, until the end of time. It's not a thing your multi-zillion dollar contract or that sad sack brother of yours or that whiny bitch on your arm can do to stop it. So give up now while it's easy or surrender to hard time. This has been a public service announcement, and have a good day. <laughs> Nicely done. Perfect. Sergeant Joe Friday. Check Love it. Love it. Very, very well done. Call two more times. Call two more times, Sergeant Joe, and you can become a main man. Absolutely. Yeah. Add the along to your uh, to your sergeant title. You could add made man along there with it. Totally. The, 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 the distinguished uh, uh, sergeant and made man. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddy. He, call, um, he calls himself the northernmost Raider fan. He is up there in northern Alaska. Uh, he is our good buddy, Kill Jadis. And so for those of you that are uh, uh, keeping track, so Kill Jadis is a huge wrestling fan, as we are. And there's been this ongoing segment that Kill Jadis has done, and that is the Raider Macho Savage, where he does a fantastic impression. And so he kind of chronicled these wrestling matches over, frankly, now I think even the years. If wow. I'm not Kill Jadis, you tell me different, but I think it's been like two years worth of these wrestling calls. So for those of you new to the show, that's kind of what's going on here. And Kill Jadis has not only sent in a voicemail, he sent in one of those audio clips, and it's highly produced and I got to give him mad respect, man. This is very, very well done. Let's check in with our buddy, Kill Jadis. Hey, what's up, everybody? And it's Kill Jadis, and I'm here at WrestleMania, where we have the ladder match going on. 
Macho Man Raider Savage is putting on an exhibition with three great strikes on Dr. Patrick. Almost like the three great wide receivers we have in Waller, Redfro, and now Adams. And there's a perfect scoop slam by the champ. Too bad Chandler Jones can't do that to Russell Wilson, because then we'd get a penalty. <laughs> Dr. Patrick is not getting up anytime soon. Macho Man Raider Savage is measuring him up. One, two, three jumping knee drops. And that's how many times the Chiefs are going to lose to us this season. Two in the regular and once in the postseason. The champ is picking up Dr. Patrick. And oh, a huge chop across the chest by the challenger. The Irish rips him to the ropes. The champ dodges the big boot. And he hits the running bionic elbow. He's going to the top rope. And he hits the diving double axe handle. Dr. Patrick's down in the perfect spot. The ladder can wait as Raider Savage is going for the elbow drop. He gets up. He pulls. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Chip, look out, Jesus, wait, oh, he pushed him off the top rope. Tyrese Case and all of them are gaining up on the Macho Man, unbelievable. The other chairs with him too, that's T. Why don't you guys find out one-on-one? A chair shot is summoned by Tyrese. On the back by Jason, and Cases hits him on the head. Cheaters! Oh, they're getting the ladder now. I better get in there, and I'm not strong enough to handle all four of them. <laughs> So freaking pumped right now. Let's go. That was fun, right? Oh, dude. Um, that that's my favorite call he's ever done. Yeah? Oh, for sure. Oh, so good, dude. I love the run-ins, man. Yes. Love the run-ins. If those of you that follow us on the Tiki Talks, you can see like I've done a couple stone cold things. Yes. Uh, we did our, our good friend Monster Mash Ken called us out one time and I did a, the whole Stone Cold thing and the beers and the bald head and the whole thing. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was a lot, a lot of fun. So anyway, so references back to that. So great stuff. And I love the run-ins, man. Oh, dude. And Swag Jeff, for those of you on the audio podcast, you were getting your edge on right there, dude. No, that was Jeff Hardy, dude. Oh, Jeff Hardy. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was Jeff sorry. Hardy, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, totally, man. Oh, that was money, dude. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that was legit. Yeah, it was oh. legit. All right, so next, all right, was <laughs> So we got one more call to get to tonight before we get out of here. Uh, before we award the Sizzler, which is the best of the emailers or phone callers. Not, shame on me. I can't believe I just said Edge. I hate that one. Don't you hate that? You, you say something stupid, stupid ass. You say something stupid. Yeah. Jeez. 
Better than saying Matt Hardy. Um, that would have been bad. That would have been really bad. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So next up, we got uh, one last caller uh, before we wore the Sizzler, which is the best email or phone caller of the night. And we're going to check in with our good friend. Speaking of creative calls, man, love the creative calls. This is our buddy, the Raider Karaoke Kid. This is the Raider Karaoke Kid after a long absence with a song for all the nation. Sounds like Jimmy Buffett. Josh McDaniels is driving the train. Oh, it's Elton John. I can see the red tail lights to the rest of the teams we have gained. Oh, soon McDaniels will be waving goodbye to the Chiefs and Chargers and all the donkeys in my heart. <laughs> Oh, you're going to be laughing. The mic is on. The Super Bowl is pretty. Long time since we've been. McDaniel says it's the best place he's ever, ever seen. Oh, and he should know he's been there enough. Now I trust McDaniel. I gotta pause. Michelle says with a bunch of laughing faces in the chat, the commitment. Oh, <laughs> damn yeah. right. That's what's so amazing about these. To show the nation his stuff. Oh, McDaniel's coaching. You are smarter than me. You'll help to ease the pain. Of the scars we all feel, you've heard our cries. Our dreams are on the rise. Can you steer the stars <laughs> and help us to Trust the process. Trust me, Daniels. The season looks bright, so stay the course, Raider Nation. This is the Raider Karaoke Kid reminding you of who's in charge. McDaniels. <laughs> so good. It's so damn good. He might have the best falsetto voice I've ever heard. Oh my gosh, dude! So like, good. We are we are laughing with you. Like it, oh, is, it is so totally. like my our reactions to this and the laughing. <laughs> Michelle says, "I was hoping he'd hit that high note." <laughs> we all needed to hear that high note. We needed that. the Raider carry. Like I love it. Like I cannot tell you how much like the fact that. It's not perfect singing is what makes it beautiful. Oh, it's perfect. If somebody just got on here and started like crushing it, we would be impressed by your great voice. Yeah. But it takes cojones, man, to get on there and sing and to follow through and to commit to an entire freaking segment like that. Yep. Much, much respect, Raider totally. Karaoke Kid. Keep them coming, brother. Absolutely. We love you, man. I love it when you guys sing on the show. Man, so tough, tough uh, choices tonight, Swag Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. So let me turn it over to you. Who is the best of the best? Absolutely. So, of course, we started the night with uh with with our with the two made of the made men. We had Paul yes, and Capo. Yes. Just just holding it down on the emails and the calls just all the time. I mean, they could win Sizzlers every single week. Sure. And, you yes, know. Yeah. And uh they're they're incredible. Uh Sergeant Joe Friday uh sends his warning to Mahomes tonight. Uh kill Jadis just the match. 
the wrestling match. match. The so wrestling good, match, man, and uh, and the karaoke kid, uh, the Raider karaoke kid with the amazing pipes, unbelievable falsetto. Uh, respect, my friend. Respect. Absolutely. But uh, but tonight's Raiders fan radio BRT Sizzler Award goes to Kill Jaden. Sizzler. <laughs> Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here. And we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Oh, yeah. You ready? Yeah, what are we doing? Stone Cold Style, ready? Oh, okay, go. Stone Cold Style for you, Kill Dennis. Ready? I was almost halfway waiting for you to give me a stunner. Oh, shit. No, I wouldn't do that to you. Uh, oh my gosh. All right, good stuff there from Kill Jazz. We appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate all of you that have joined us tonight here for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. I should have given you a stunt. I, I don't want to do that to you, though. <laughs> but that would have been okay. funnier and shit. It's okay. I, my, yeah. One of my favorite parts of Kill Jadis' call was he goes, and they say, but why do they hesitate? You and Mosh are out there, but why do they hesitate? And then, <laughs> doom, 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 doom. <laughs> then here you come, man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. We appreciate you, everybody. Who's in the chat room tonight? Who's oh left Oh, my gosh, everybody. Uh, I'm trying to read it over all this beer that's all over this computer right now. Uh, Fargo Raider, oh, Ebony no, Graves. Oh, no, is it really? Yeah, 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 a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, Fargo Raider, <laughs> Ebony Graves, Jerome Graves, Running Bear, Paul. Uh, Paul? Uh, Purple and Gold Raiders in there. B. Al. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Kill Jadis. Tyrone Graves. Ebony Graves. Uh, Chevy Silver Raider. Uh, Michelle Sweat. Uh, Jay Jackson's in there. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Celos one two three is in there. Um, oh geez, uh, Fargo. <laughs> we got the whole. We got the whole crew. Uh, that was that was an IPA that you gave me. That, day. <laughs> that was a lot. That was hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. Oh, my oh gosh. My gosh. Uh, yeah, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody checking in with us tonight. Uh, thank you for all the amazing donations tonight. 100% of that money will go to, of course, the One Nation Foundation, which supports Raiders-related charities. Uh, congratulations to our Sizzler Award winner tonight, to, uh, to yes. Kill Jadis. Uh, we miss you, Uncle Mosh. We love you, and we will see you next week for sure. And uh, all right, so here we go, man. Coming up on the draft. Get those emails. Uh, so here comes the burps. Here yeah, they're coming. Mm-hmm. Get the emails uh, and the voicemails in this week. We want to hear about your thoughts leading into the draft. We got two weeks going in. What do you think the Raiders are going to do in the third plus round? Uh, give us some players. Tell us your thoughts on it. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, thank you so much, Raider Nation. We love you. Thank you, Jeff, for holding it down tonight, taking care of the Western Annex and the Merce Fan Cave desk. Take us Absol- home. Absolutely. And, and thanks to everyone uh, that, of course, joined us in the chat. Uh, don't forget, uh, go to the YouTube. I was going to click that, and we were going to cancel all this all this outro music that we were going to do. But, America, go to the YouTube uh, and uh, uh, subscribe. Don't subscribe. Just what, whatever button you're going to push, just push it, and then don't do it again. Uh, so uh, thanks, everyone, in the chat. As we said, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Michelle Sweat, Ebony Graves, Paul, Running Bear, Fargo, Tider Raider just said, what I miss? 
so much, Titerator. So everything, much. Everything, You missed time. everything, buddy. Uh, but uh, thanks so much. And thanks to the people we had, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, eight people donate tonight. 155 bucks. Let's go. 155 let's bucks go. to the Thank One Nation so Foundation. Much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, for my buddy Murph over there, uh, I'm Swag Jeff and for Uncle Mosh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Uh, and don't forget, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Amen. Speaking of Vegas, we'll see you soon. See you soon. Good night. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.